Watching him, Rini pictured the deep red blood that matted his hair, his bulging eyes. Even though she had known right away that he wasn't hurt, she couldn't push the image out of her mind. Maybe we should stop playing this game, Rini thought. Maybe we should stop right now, tonight, before someone goes too far. When pranks go too far. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did you say Rini? Rini. Yes, and oh. we don't find out for a long time why that's her Big name. Big reveal. Big reveal what her real name is. Because I spent a lot of the book thinking, is this Renee? How do I say this stupid name that I hate so much? It's the dumbest how's name. It, how's it spelled? R-E-E-N-I-E. How would you say that? Rini. Yeah, yeah, Rini. 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 Who's put writing that on a birth certificate? Literally, no one. Is her name like Maureen or something? Yes. Yes. Got it in one. <laughs> Got it in one. I would never think that. Dunked. If my name were Maureen and I had a nickname, it Maureen, better be Maureen? Maury, Mo, even. I don't know why Mo, but that Rini. makes no, sense. No, I've, I've known a Maureen that people called Mo. Rini? I'd go, no. I'd go no with No one's Rini. saying Rini. Rini's good. <laughs> Rini's good. <laughs> it's not good. Definitely not good. Agree to disagree. All right, let's hit it. All right. Hello and welcome to another episode, special bonus episode of Are You There Pod. It's me, Jessica. It's me, Josh, ready to have a groovy party. <laughs> Far out, man. Did they say that too? Yes, okay. I wrote down. <laughs> I, I tried to write down all that 1965 slang. I did, totally. I was this, like, gotta get this, this peri- right. a period piece book? Uh, first, let's talk about what we do on this podcast, Josh. We talk about young adult books that are okay <laughs> that are very we talk about uh two-star young adult books mostly usually from the 80s 90s uh when, when was this actually written 95 okay mm-hmm. because it flashes back and forth and it to says 65 and then it says 30 years later so it's oh, does it say 30? okay because mm-hmm. it just kept saying this year yeah so yeah. It, it's 95 okay oh well i just assumed that it was 95 because that was it's thir- it, that is 30 yeah. years after yeah. uh, 1965 oh my That's, god this book. <laughs> uh, what book are we doing today, Josh? It is called. Uh, hold it up. Josh already forgot the, the very well, easy do, title. Do I need to put in all the extra? If it, it is called the New Year's Party, uh-huh. but it is in a series uh-huh. called Fear Street and Super Chiller. That's right. <laughs> Not only is that our first Fear Street book, but we have a decided su- to do a Super Chiller. Yeah. Well, okay. So I'm. I have a lot of questions about a lot of this. So do okay. I. This is the first Fear Street that I have read. Mm-hmm. And so this seems to exist in a different universe than the R.L. Stein books. Because wh- how many did we do? Two or three? We did The Babysitters. We've done we three. Did, we did Babysitter. We did Rose Crystal. We did two with Stephen King. Yes, we did The Babysitter and then we did Halloween 1 and 2. Okay, that's right. So those existed in the real world. Yes. And I did not know that Fear Street, one it's an actual street in this town. Mm-hmm. Didn't know there was a fear lake. Didn't mm-hmm. know there are the fear woods. Is there a Cape Fear? Fear Cliff? <laughs> right. Fear Gorge? Uh, fear Boulevard. Just, I mean, if there's uh, a fear lake, it stands to reason there's a Cape Fear. Don't see why not. Yeah. Great uh, movie, by the way. So is Super Chiller mm-hmm. an extra thing within the Fear Street universe? Yeah, what? I makes... think it's just a 
It's just a bigger book. More chills really? for your buck. It doesn't look That's that all big. It is. It's not. <laughs> it's if you look at the other Fear Street books, they're probably Very thin. this. Are is, they like Goosebump? They're not. As this is like one ninety, right? This is yeah, one ninety three. But I think the normal Fear Street books are like one fifty. So su- I thought Super Chiller might mean extra scary, but it just means longer. <laughs> I think so, and usually, but that means more scares. Yeah, there's more scares <laughs> we per can page. Fit in more pranks. Usually, they seem to be centered around holidays. Like there's a Valentine's Day one, there's Christmas ones. There's a Columbus Day one that gets dark. <laughs> Scary you mean AF. <laughs> as dark as the original Columbus Day? Because I don't even want to go there, and everyone's just gonna take a drink. Josh, I'm not skipping ahead to the beer, but that may be the biggest bottle of beer I've ever seen. It, from here, it looks like the largest beer bottle ever made. It It is gigantic, uh, and I can't tell you what it is. I've seen 40s, and this looks this is like... This 32 ounces. What the hell? It's it, the it's shape just, of it. Yeah, it's got that... It's so fat. Uh, the the uh, yeah, I was going to say... Boy, he <laughs> thick. Uh, I was going to say it's got that... Uh, what's the syrup? Got that? Got that? Like Mrs. Aunt, Butterworth? Aunt yeah, yeah. Aunt oh, what? Aunt Jemima? Oh, no, Mrs. Butterworth. I was trying to say Mrs. Butterworth, but I could only think of the one you said and was not going to say it. What's Aunt Jemima is a real thing. I know. I can say. But it. now we just talk about Mrs. Butterworth. But it's got I, a it's got a Mrs. Butterworth body. Mm-hmm. But it's only thirty two ounces, and I it doesn't say the alcohol content, but I looked it up and it's four percent. What's the content of mine? Not That's that at least eight. No, it's not eight. Those are those things are packed. Right? It's okay. It's seven. All okay. right. I'm surprised. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, go on. <laughs> go off. Wait, were there more Thank questions you. about Fear Street? Or yes. You... Okay. So, okay. no, maybe that's it. Like, so there are a lot of Fear Street. They're not numbered in any way. They were like goosebumps, but for adults. For I mean, for young teens. adults. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they big, were for big teens, boys, big and boys. they were babies. There was also um a spinoff series that was kind of like a Goosebumps and it was called Ghosts of Fear Street. So it was Fear Street, but for younger audiences. So, so like no body counts, but there are body counts in this book. There are body counts in this. And it's gruesome. And so here, here's my question without, I guess it will, my question will kind of spoil things. Is it understood that these are supernatural going in? Once you have walked onto Fear Street, could there be, actual spooky can anything happen on fear street anything can happen blake anything goes i think so okay it's pretty supernaturally because i Th- there aren't like dads in basements making monster blood <laughs> but I, I i was reading this as the other ones we read especially because these kids are pranking mm-hmm. i'm like oh more murder pranks these are can ma- I ask a supernatural yes pranks? has anyone ever had a friend who murder pranked them uh Okay. <laughs> oh, Josh has... No, I have not. I have not. Okay. But reading this book, can we set up... Can we explain what these murder pranks these kids do are? We'll get into that, okay. I guess, whenever we actually do the synopsis of the book. So I'll save... I did have never done a murder prank. Don't yeah. think these are very good jokes. But I will explain my... When we get to that, I'll explain the prank that I thought about doing and didn't do, and it was a good thing I didn't. Could have killed someone like these stupid kids did. It wasn't... Well, it wasn't a murder prank. I bet it would have been great. It was... No. I guess we need to find out what your theme beer is. D- should I say it? Yeah. Oh, wait. Let me read the... Because it's a spoiler. Let me read the name of it again. What's well, Victoria, but if I explain it... It has dead skeleton people on the... <laughs> We're reading a Fear Street book. Okay, well, it is... The label is... of skeletons can't get more on theme than that. 
it it is uh, a Victoria beer, which I've never heard of before. I went to the I went to the wine center today mm-hmm. to look for a better theme beer, and I found a really good one that was like eighteen dollars, so I didn't buy it because it's one bottle. I don't care about. I'm disappointed that you didn't bring the cheese that you talked about, and I'm starting to think that the cheese was a joke. In the thread, I said theme cheese question mark No response until I, I was, until I was gone. You responded twenty minutes later. Oh, come on. That, Yes, please. Yeah, yes, please. And I said, too late. I'm Damn it. <laughs> I was sitting in a Chinese food mm. drive-thru by that point. <laughs> thinking about that. I'm still thinking about that cheese. Sorry. I uh, I would have, next time I go, I'll bring theme cheese. If I can find some Yeah, you got to do ghost a, pa- a pairing. Cheese. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so on it, it's, it's uh, Day of the Dead, people. Mm-hmm. It says... Libra Dia de los Muertes. Uh, I can't. I can't do Spanish. Dia Celebrate de the Day of the Dead. And it reminded me that when did you ever take Spanish class, mm-hmm. Blake? I recently took four semesters, and by recently, I mean like 2017. How good is everyone's Spanish? As you just heard me try to say "Celebrate Day of the Dead" in Spanish, I, I, I know a- enough to know that you butchered it. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I switched to French my sophomore year, and then. I took French in college, so I I abandoned Spanish. Somehow I never had to take it in college. I have no clue why. It didn't make me. But the only thing I want to say is I went to a Christian school in middle school, and everyone had, you had to have your name in Spanish. What was your name in class? Do you remember? I don't remember Spanish. I can tell you what I picked my name for French. Oh, did you get a pick? Okay. Mm-hmm. It was Antoinette. Nice. <laughs> nice. Thanks, yeah. And well, why not Marie? Blake, what was yours? Um, Jesus. <laughs> Are you serious? Of course. Of course I'm serious. So my name is Joshua, mm-hmm. which in Spanish is? Uh, no, that's Hebrew. No, it's it's Jesus. Like, it's Jesus. What? But it, Joshua is a separate biblical character. It is, but in Spanish it translates. Whatever. So they would not let me use it in at my Christian school because it would be blasphemous to call me the name of the Lord. And so they called me Chucho. <laughs> Chucho's much I didn't better. even I didn't wow, get a pick. Terrible. The teacher was just off the top of her head, she's like, I'm gonna call you Chucho. I <laughs> and was, so I was Chucho for two years. I'm so glad I went to a secular school where I could be free to be <laughs> Jesus and blaspheme the name as often as I just liked. Blake thinking and acting as Tim on the office, winking at the camera. And I just wore a hat that said Jesus in uh question mark. <laughs> just uh, wouldn't let me be this is my my name is my name. Your name doesn't translate to Jesus. I don't care what anyone Look, says. You Google this. Jo- there, there's even a Christian film based on a book called Joshua because the character okay. Joshua is Jesus. Whatever. It, it's literally true. It's just I, the equivalent. Get, yeah. what, then who is Yeshua? That's also Joshua. That's Hebrew for Joshua. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're, what I'm saying is they're different people. Never mind. Just Well, my name is Chucho, apparently. <laughs> Anyway, uh, some kid was always Nacho, and that was always the weird kid. <sighs> nacho. I, I, if I'm the teacher, I'm not standing for that. Uh, I stand a legend, but <laughs> I like Nacho on uh, Better Call Saul. That's about it. Okay. Anyway, I know Jess. Jess is nodding her head. <laughs> nacho is like the for me the equivalent of your guys is Kim Wexler. Oh, okay. oh, you yeah. don't love Kim Wexler? Oh, I love her, but I mean, Nacho gets me. No. Oh, I see what you're she, saying. Excited. Is, is he, we're perverts for Kim, you're a pervert for. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I respect that. He Thank floods you. the basement like Kim Wexler. Oh, it's like. What? My basement's flooded when Kim comes on screen. <laughs> 
so anyway, yeah, I have a theme beer that has two dead people on it. Cool. And maybe we'll explain why that is. Maybe. There's a lot of dead people in this book, though, so. That is true. It could More than two? Yes. Yes. We, oh. we do. There's at least like five. We are counting Yikes. Body. Yeah. This uh, is like a Friday the 13th movie up in here. Kind of. Getting there. No sex, though. There's some kissing. Not interested. But there's no sex. There's some flirting. There's some kiss. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of characters in this book where I had a hard time keeping track of mm-hmm. who's dating who. Mm-hmm. And I love teen drama. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. It's because they don't have personalities that distinguish themselves. So. 100%. Like, that's, that's why you I was keep so confused about, like, who is Ty? Who is, like, it's, it's just like, this person likes this person. Ooh. And I'm like. Josh was wanting RL to spill the tea. And he does not. He would not. He kept the tea to himself. Yeah, that's the problem with this book. Well, before we dive in, um, just to go over some Fear Street, just some background information. Josh had a lot of questions. I don't know how to answer all of them. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. But uh, just a little bit of research. So Fear Street has sold over 80 million copies. Not a wasted penny, kids. Mm-mm. The first book was called The New Girl, and it was published in 89. And there were several spinoffs, including Ghosts of Fear Street, which was for Goosebumps age kids. The series was revived in 2014, and R.L. said that his new books are going to be longer and more violent to reflect how YA has changed. Awesome. So, Wait, what year was that? Uh, 2014. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we need to read one of those. Like, one of his violent... What, what You've read some thinks, new Fear Streets, haven't you? I read one, and it... Was not violent enough for me. So <laughs> Need, needs what? more mo- violence, says Jessica. <laughs> it uh, starred a character named Ruth Ann Fear, though, which I laughed at great. every time I, I read it. her dumb name. Love it. Yeah, Ruth Ann Fear. Uh, has YA gotten more violent? I don't feel like I it, guess like it's gotten more sexual. It's Hunger more, Games is violent. Hunger right? Games is body count central. No, but it's not violent in the way that. It's not like explicitly violent. It's not American yeah, Psycho Jr., the worst show that they're showing down at the Springfield Little Theater with kids. <laughs> I personally find it offensive <laughs> that they have kids murdering hookers. Just a, just a little six-year-old being like, this is Tears for Fears. <laughs> six-year-old like, let me tell you why Huey Lewis's Sports is the best album of the 80s. I would love, guys, we need to. <laughs> I'm sending a proposal over tomorrow. Oh, let's get let's get in touch with BEE. As much as I hate him, I think he's hungry for money, so he'll do it. He seems desperate. At yeah, this one. yeah, totally. What do kids like for music now? The Wiggles? <laughs> or is that a, that's outdated? Oh, you meant like six year olds? Yeah, I don't know. Like Elliot listens to this. DNC. Do the do, they listen do, to just adult music? Does Paw Patrol have a band? I don't know. Paw Pat- Oh yeah, probably Paw Patrol. Sure. What if Baby Shark do 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 yeah. do mommy Just shark? imagine a six year old in a suit going, I know you probably like Baby Shark, but have have you ever heard Phil Collins? <laughs> <laughs> the album will release is called Now That's What I Call American Psycho. For mm. kids. One of those. Yeah. I think yeah. it's gonna be good. I think yeah. it was a missed opportunity to not call his younger series Fear Street Jr. Well, he started the opposite way, right? Like, there's a Clue Junior. They do a lot of, like, juniors in series. But yeah, but... He was like, now it's go- current. It now this is for big kids. It should have been Fear Street Junior instead of Ghosts of Fear Street. I just, like Ghosts of Fear Street. It's mine. fine. Only if he brings back all these dead characters, including... Who they should bring back is Mark from this book. I like Mark. He's a bad boy. He is a bad boy. Mm-hmm. Bad boy. But he should come back now 
and try to <laughs> this is going to be a dark book where he tries to get a job working in an auto plant mm-hmm. in 2019 Ooh, but finds out mark Honey, they're all of the jobs have been shipped overseas. They're all gone. They're, they're, they're gone. And also they pay garbage now. Yes. Like it's not like a $30, $35 an hour position. Right. It's like you're lucky if you're making 15 Yeah. That's yeah. the real horror. That's the real no, horror. No, it is. When I was reading mm-hmm. this book, I was like, okay, anyway, let's talk about the book. Okay. We'll-, well, before that, I do want to say that they are currently filming a Fear Street. I guess it's supposed to be a trilogy. So, so far, from what I've read, um, Jillian Jacobs has been cast. Okay. Uh, okay. Sadie. As, C- a, as a mother, I'm guessing. Probably. Yeah. Hot teacher, maybe? Te- Ooh, hot, hot teacher. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Sadie Sink. Who, <laughs> don't know who that is. She's the redhead from uh, Stranger Things. Oh, the, the, the girl who's friends with like one of the Like a Stranger Things kid? Yeah, she's a Stranger Things kid. She's the redhead that hangs out with, with, 11. with 11. Oh, okay, okay. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure that's Sadie Sink. The right? only kids that stand out to me... Are uh, uh, eleven mm-hmm. Finn Wolfhard uh, the kid that I do not like, and you just said his name Finn Wolfhard. I watched the Goldfinch the other day, and I, I deleted a very mean tweet about him. Wow! <laughs> like I didn't tweet it, but stop casting him because all these Stranger Thing kids are not good actors. Uh, I found him good in It Part One, not good in It Part Two when he was in for five seconds. No, <laughs> I don't hate her. He's doing a Russian accent in the Goldfinch. I don't well, know. I was annoyed with them. Whose I, fault is that? Uh, I, I don't like... I, I think they're all fine on that show, but don't put them in movies. They're not stars. And same with that Dustin kid. Don't like him. Well, you're not going to like the new Ghostbusters then. I have... No, that's the other thing I saw in the trailer for. Was he cast in that? He, I haven't watched He's the like the main kid. Listen, I'm opposed to them casting men as Ghostbusters, so I refuse to watch men this movie. Men are not Ghostbusters. There's, nope. There's still a girl, so there's... Don't worry. It's Egon's daughter whatever listen so they already have a director for the the three movies but there was going to be a director for the second movie who either pulled out or quit or whatever i'm not certain on the status of it and josh said he wanted to try to guess the director were you okay who's the first director oh it's no one i've ever heard of do you have the name i can look it up but it's seriously it's just like a nobody maybe he's someone i don't know um, also, did anyone see Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? No. So no. I didn't see it, and I never read those as kids. I don't know. If those did well, it's going to open the door to making a lot oh, yeah. of Arl Stein. I think, may, I don't know if it did well, but I'm sure that, the, that door the, is open. The first Goosebumps movie, I went and saw that. It, it's okay. I think that did. Yeah, I was entertained. I didn't see the second one. Lee Janiak? No, you're right. No clue. L-E-I-G-H. So, lady. Right? Usually that's a feminine Typically, spelling. Yeah. I, I don't know that. Uh, she's directing one and three so now she's gonna direct all three films but they had like someone for the second one they had uh-huh. ryan johnson for the second <laughs> no one, i wish they, but it's someone actually kind of of that maybe of that caliber oh west craven then he died it's not west craven <laughs> it's someone you would, would never expect but i'm wondering if this person is like a f- secret fear street stand and if we can get them on a podcast i would love that uh and i told you barry what, jenkins no i told you a hint was blank check Okay. Uh, and so you need to... It's someone they've, they've done? It's someone they've had on as a guest who's a director. Oh, uh, Altros Perry. Yes. That would be good. He'd yeah. be good. Who's that? He directed Her Smell. Have he directed it? The Color Wheel. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Listen I... Up, Philip? Wasn't that his movie too? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen Up, Philip's great. No, he wrote Winnie the Pooh, though. That's why that's not a so out of bounds, because he can do kids stuff. I... But his adult stuff is, like, very adult, like... The Color Wheel is a movie about a brother and sister 
who get thrown together every siblings day i retweet a picture of them and say happy siblings day it's maybe an incest movie i don't know you just gotta get to the end okay anyway have you talked about this book yet and what happens i don't how far along are we right now we're fine. We're fine. We're halfway. We're, fine. we're halfway through, and I'm going to cut you off for a break. So you better start talking. Okay. About the okay. Movie. We're going to just dive right into the book, then I guess. So <laughs> now we're here we go. Book. I guess forty-five minutes in. <laughs> I'll talk. Fine. I'll talk about the book. We both have Damn ninety book. pages of Guys, notes. Guys, <laughs> look at all these notes. So much. Oh my god. This you're... book was very convoluted because it. Josh discusses earlier. It switches back and forth between time. It starts in 1965. We're at a bangin' New Year's Eve party, right? I call it a groovy party. You just say it was a groovy party, and I listed um, any kind of references. It's um, 1965. Beatlemania is at its apex. Uh, absolutely. Yes, they... they're, they're dancing to She Loves You. Of course. The main character in this uh, party, it starts with, um, is it Beth? We have Todd and Beth. Todd and Beth are a couple. Beth is not exactly feeling Todd. And she keeps looking at this guy named Jeremy. Yeah. And Jeremy's kind of standing by himself, drinking a Coke. R.L. Stein loves Coca-Cola. Loves Coke. <laughs> he was getting Again, paid. Was this comes paid. back to my theory that someone is uh, wetting the beak on uh, on all these Coke references. Let me get yeah. a taste, says R.L. So everyone's dancing around. They're talking about what a groovy party it is and how it's really far out. And Karen is rocking, or sorry, Beth is rocking her uh, go-go boots and a mini skirt, looking good. Now, what year is this? Because I'm not getting the references. 65. Okay. 1965. <laughs> there, there weren't enough kind of uh, yeah, temporal clues here. <laughs> so a tough uh, looking guy is kind of gather around Jeremy and they grab his Coke and they drink it. I drink But what Coke. else do they do? With- they take another Coke and pour it over his head. The ultimate insult. <laughs> uh, horrible. How many Cokes are we dealing with here? And then Jeremy falls probably because he was sliding on all this Coke on the floor. <laughs> I don't know. It's horrible. This is when I wrote... This party is getting out of control. <laughs> there is Coke on the floor. Did, They're wasting soda. Did he, at any point, did he say, please don't waste precious Coca-Cola? Did not. I'm surprised <laughs> that a dog didn't run and start lapping it up. And a character <laughs> said, even dogs love the sweet taste of Coca-Cola. Meanwhile, Chubby Checkers, the twist is on and everyone's twisted. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the fact that she's not joking and she's just actually saying what's in the book. playing fast and loose with the timeline here. Uh, right, yes. <laughs> And Beth keeps looking around for Karen. And meanwhile, her boyfriend, Todd, is trying to find a makeout room. And oh, yeah. she, she's still so worried about Jeremy, she won't go to the makeout room. And then the door bursts open. And two men in ski masks with guns burst in. This is when I wrote down Eek. funny games. Because I think this is the whole book. Is The rest of the book is funny games. The, They're the, much the, more It's just going to be these people games. just torturing these people at a New yes. Year's party. Right? And I'm like, I'm into this book. Yeah. Like, I think. Actually, better premise. Yeah. It's yeah. like a home invasion movie yes. set that's, that's to a New Year's Eve party. I assume that's what we're Everyone's getting. drunk on Coca-Cola. <laughs> Everyone's twisting. No one is prepared for a home invasion. Just, can you think about if they're torturing them by making them just keep doing the twist? And it's just like these kids, <laughs> like 12 hours later, let's twist again. And they're still like twisting. Twist until just... you drop <laughs> dead. It's like that Gilmore Girls episode. They short shoot Gilmores, don't they? Remember at the dance competition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so the gunmen yell, happy new year. Everyone that gets to the wall now. And they take Jeremy as a hostage, specifically choose Jeremy. Right. And what? they demand everyone's watches and wallets. Okay, so here's where I wrote down watches. 
1965. I know people probably had watch. How expensive is a watch from a 17 year old going to be? It's not going to be good. Maybe it's just what you stole at the time. It's they used to do that on the the ride at Silver Dollar City on the train ride. They'd be like, we mm. need everyone's. This now they the said guns, up. gold, and girls, or something like that, or everyone's. Is this fire in the hole that you're talking about with the bald knobbers? No, the train, the train, the train ride, ride where they oh, they would be like, we that. need your money, your watches, and your women. <laughs> and I, I think they've probably stopped that's saying right. That. We're taking all the women. Yeah, that that goes over. Well. I mean, the bald knobbers are bad. <laughs> True, they, but I haven't been there since I was a kid, so they've probably stopped saying we demand your bald knobbers aren't all bad. Mm. They were vigilantes, but they were also against slavery. The, were they? Mm-hmm. The one there was a branch that split off that was super horrible and racist, right. but they were just kind of like vigilantes. Who All I know is town. I ain't got no pants because the bald numbers took them. Well, the yeah, dang bald numbers stole them. <laughs> yeah. um, Look, these local jokes are going over. Pretty so they are holding Jeremy hostage, and they're like, "If this guy moves, if any of you don't, you know." cooperate we're gonna kill jeremy and um i think jeremy moves or flinches and they pull the trigger guess what gun doesn't go off because why it's a prank the seniors have invaded the party that's a good that's a good prank and karen was in on it who is beth's best friend so guess who's not happy jeremy is not happy at all he's humiliated did the fact that you think you're about to be murdered and maybe you reacted in a way that was not really cool <laughs> what a coward did yeah. he piss his pants and he's covered in coca-cola the, the fact that he did not piss his pants what a chance i would that's yeah honestly King. i mean that's that's a human reaction is Listen, to right. i drank a bunch of coke someone grabs me and says they're gonna kill me he's i just got now. bullied i'm Coke is pouring down me. And tears and piss. I think I can get away with it because my pants are already coked, Rinch. <laughs> That's true. Right. Who's to say what's pee and what's coke? <laughs> so Jeremy storms out and Beth follows him. And keep in mind, it's, you know, December 31st, January 1st. I think it's just right after the new year. And the... Is it 1966 now? Yes, it is. Rubber soles on the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, I may be wrong. Don't check. Don't fact check that. So... Jeremy storms out and Beth follows him and they get in the car and there are very icy roads. And Jeremy is driving like a maniac in his Ford Fairlane, by the way. He will not even clean off the windshield. The defroster's not working and he can't see very well. And by the way, R.L. Stein uses the terms highway and road interchangeably. <laughs> All he because knows they're is- two different things, right? So they're driving down a highway at top speeds, which to me, I'm picturing like a highway. Right. They run over someone who's standing in the middle of the highway? All he knows are streets, fear streets. He doesn't know fear <laughs> highways. He doesn't know feared roads. Where's doesn't the fear interstate? Fear... Boulevards? Mm-mm. Doesn't know fear interstates. Has no idea how people this People can stand in a highway. No, you can't. You and can, people... but how common is it? It's that hitchhikers. Someone if it's like... a country highway, I guess. you never know. Does he mean like, he's like talking about Highway 13, which S- comes from Kansas Expressway to doing more local uh, stuff? So local it, jokes talking, get you local work. Is he talking so. Highway 13? <laughs> Is he talking? Is he talking sixty five? Like what? If we're talking highway, a CC highway, that's that's the boondocks. Honestly, what I was picturing was was kind of a country. I was picturing this as a rich family out in the country, mostly because later they talk about like uh like the forests and all this stuff. What you mean, fear woods? Fear woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Josh, Josh was thinking the old they're town in the fear road. suburbs right now. <laughs> yeah, sure, they're on Old Town Road. <laughs> Wherever they are, it was. 
fear flight. Yes. Fear white flight from the city. So <laughs> White fear. So they are, they hit and run a boy, right? Uh, she, well, she's trying to, like, warn him about how bad the windshields are. And about how he's You're driving. not my mother. Yeah, he's, he's driving like a crazy person. So what happens after he hits the kid? Beth convinces him to leave and not help whatever they just hit. Yeah. She's, she's like, she's, she's like. like what did she say? A raccoon or a yeah, beaver or yeah. something? It like, wasn't human. It's yeah. fine. Go. And he's like, I saw a person. Yeah. I know what I did. Like, it's one of those things where, like, I'm picturing, like, an actual body bouncing over the car. Oh, yeah. And totally. her being like, oh, no, we're good. It was a cat. Like, Let's go. <laughs> like, there's, like, a huge human dent in the windshield. And she's like, oh, no, that, uh, it was a, uh, you know, uh, a raccoon. It's fine. Let's go. Let's go. So they are continue to drive on these this icy highway and the window keeps fogging up and Jeremy can't see and the car slides out of control and they crash through a snowbank and then they tumble down the gorge. Fear Flash go- forward. Fear gorge. <laughs> and she does say, you've killed us both. Mm-hmm. She does say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're stuck there in the car, like hanging over. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. Okay. So, flash forward 30 years. Who do we meet? Rini. Rini. <laughs> Rini Baker. And her friends. And they are doing a group project. They have 100 trig problems to work on in a group project. One, never taken trigonometry. I haven't either. Doesn't make sense. Not a group project. No. Nope. None of this. Have you ever had a math work that was a group project? Ever? I had. I had a math assignment that was teamwork. And the girl that I had a crush on senior year invited me over to her house to do problems together. You mean to do her work for her? No. It was like, you should come over and we'll do it. And because I did not know how anything worked, I was like, no, I'll do half and you half and Josh. (laughs) Literally true. Josh spent his whole adolescence (laughs) cucking himself. (laughs) I... It didn't stop at adolescence, my friend. <laughs> I know it. I know it didn't <laughs> but, stop. But there. I honestly was just like, no, it makes it. We'll get more work done if I just do it. Uh, this would be awkward. Uh, we won't get work done at your house. Yeah. Anyway, uh, be too busy. Yeah. So it's a trigonometry. He loves to rely. Stein loves to rely on group work. Well, that's how as, you get the kids together. It's just an easy yes, way to get the kids together and in a room together and introduce them. To, to, to plot murders. Exactly. <laughs> to plot murders, plot parties, whatever. Yeah. So everyone's there already waiting for Rini and she her boyfriend's late, Sean. And she goes to the closet to hang up the sweater. And there's a body in the closet. It's Sean. Falls dead when she <sighs> opens the closet. Classic. So... They just love to do murder pranks. There's a history of murder pranks. She talks about the murder pranks. One involved a masked robber who grabbed her and was holding her hostage. I think at Burger Basket, maybe, which is the local <laughs> again another burger joint. <laughs> just you've done it again, young adult writers. You've named he, he a restaurant. You couldn't perfect... get a sponsor for this one. I mean, Steak and Shake was like, no, we're good. But burger <laughs> <Right>? King. <laughs> we don't, we don't want your murder pranks in our store. <laughs> so that's when Rini has the. The insight to think, hmm, maybe we should just stop playing these murder pranks before someone gets hurt and I, it goes I, too far. I don't see any good advantage to continue to do uh, murder pranks on each other. Yep. None at all. So we also meet um, Greta and Artie, who are a couple, and they fight all the time because Artie wants to drop out of high school. 
this is one of those couples like so uh, these people are all couples forever like sean and uh Rini. Rini. Mm-hmm. And, and Greta then, and Artie. And then they have their friend Ty, who is kind of new to the yeah, town. Yeah. So. But they've been dating forever. They could not break up. That's kind of their feeling about. I guess. I don't know. Since freshmen. They're seniors, right? I guess. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I assume they are just. Well, maybe they're juniors because. So Trigonometry is pretty advanced. That, they, they would have to be seniors to be mm-hmm. taking trick. Yeah. Uh, or very smart. And they are not very smart because they spend most of their days figuring out how they can <laughs> fall out of a new place and be like, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> like, oh. Man, I hate these kids. Yeah, they're the worst. Uh, so um, he wants to drop out to work mm-hmm. at a car plant because. I thought it was like a, a like a mechanic shop or something. No, it's an actual like. Oh, was it, it like it, a it, factory? I, I read the, yeah. It's, okay. Because in this, I don't know where Fear Street is. Mm-hmm. It is not in. What Connecticutville. It is it's not. not Connecticut. This is though. a working class. This is Michigan, essentially. You know, it's somewhere like Fear Ohio. Street, I'm going to say Ohio. Fear Street exists in the Rust Belt. Mm-hmm. So Shady Side, right? Isn't that the name of the town? Is that actually the name of the town? I yeah. Think so. I mean yeah. that. Yeah. So this is a place where these jobs, and because Mark is uh, Artie's friend, and so he's making a lot of money at the factory. He probably has good health care mm-hmm. because this is 1995, and this is around the time. This is post-NAFTA, but it's it's around that time when those jobs would start going away. Mm-hmm. And as long as they exist, though, you don't need to finish high school. You can have a good job. You can have health care. You can provide for your family if that's what you want. And Artie is like, yeah, my, my man can do it. We can work on cars. We can uh, make a good living. I don't need high school because he doesn't if this is the job he's going to do. But <laughs> reading this from 2019, that job... Would not exist three years later. No. Buddy, you need to go to college. Yeah. Although, he's dumb. <laughs> at least finish high school. Yeah. Yeah, at least finish at high school. At least. You can, you can work in a mechanic shop. You can make a good living. Here's my thing. If you're that close to graduating, just stick it out. Just do it. Yeah. What's the point? Okay, so... Next day at school, Rini goes to her locker, and there's a girl trying to break into her locker, but she's a new girl, and she had confused 89 for B9? Whatever. It's the way, it's the it's way, the the way this, that the, the, the office worker wrote it down. And they are so mean to her. I are. I, as someone who was a new person a lot of times, Mm -hmm. because my family moved a lot, Mm -hmm. I was like, go easy on her. They're always mean to new kids. I know, but these are like, ostensibly supposed to be nice. We are nice girls. Yeah, whatever. Nice people don't play murder pranks on each other. This is true. So are they? Should nice? an adult no. find out that this is going out and say, going on and say stop doing murder pranks? These parents don't care again about is, their children. This is a book where the parents, as a lot of young adult books are, are largely absent. Mm-hmm. They reference them a few times here. I think they usually are providing cookies or some kind of snack. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. That's all the parents do. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, Liz finally gets her locker over, or I'm sorry, ugh, too many characters. Rini opens her locker, and oh my god, Ty falls out, because it's a murder prank. This is not a good prank. You How have many? locked yourself in a locker for hours. Like, he even says, ugh. like, I was in there for hours. Who was this prank on? Why? What if she didn't need her, like, uh, chemistry book? You could have been in there all day. Good. It's stupid. And also, how... Does a normal sized person fit in a freaking locker? Look, I, I'm picturing. I, I had a big locker in high school. Did like, you? Yes. I did not. I did. I had a Saved by the Bell sized locker. Well, I mean, <laughs> they're tall, but could you fit inside of it? Mm-hmm. Really? 
It, Don't oh, make me talk about. You better how, believe no, he was. I mean, I can see Screech. Okay, let's compare. I could see Screech fitting inside a locker easily. If we're talking Saved by the Bell, there's no way that AC Slater, Slater could. Not. He Slater was too. He was too swole. And towards yeah. the end, Zach got kind of swole too. Yeah. So I'm just he saying these are steroids. Let's I'm not. Saying, let's these, not lie to ourselves. The juice, if these boys yeah. are hunky boys, they would not fit into a locker. I, I picture him as like one of their small, smaller friends. They're smaller. <laughs> friends. I'm, I'm spelling small as S M O L. Okay. No. Yeah. Uh, I I think because he's kind of their like. He's I just a know. new guy. He's I, just I, I don't guy. picture these as like big boys. I think Artie is. You know, no, no. The Artie and Mark are. Mm-hmm. These guys are more screech size. I don't know. I okay. think you could. But again, he was not comfortable. Like, he had to, like... I guess. I'm saying right now, could you fit me in a locker? No. Yeah. 2020, I'm going to get locker-sized again. <laughs> New Year's resolution, baby. <laughs> you can stuff me in a locker. And we will try it out next year. Yeah, yeah. At this time. <laughs> we're going to get a locker, and we're going to shove Josh in it. Thank you. Yep. So, um... Anyway, Liz introduces everyone to her little, her brother, PJ, who is kind of shy and reticent and doesn't want to leave her side. And, uh... Are they twins? What are their ages? It doesn't ever say, does it? I know. And... I think they're doing that on purpose. I know they are. Right? So you never know if they're twins or how, what their ages are, if they're in separate grades, what's going on. Um, you just know that PJ's kind of a weak person. And what, what does he have? Well, later on, you find out he has a heart murmur. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I dropped yeah. it. Yeah. He has a heart murmur, and that's why he can't, like, participate in a lot of physical activity and get too excited, I guess. Anyway. So, um, Ty is going to go show Liz where her locker is, and PJ freaks out and follows, follows them because he can't be separate, separated from his But sister. that's Ty making a move, being like, come here, toots. I'll show you where your locker is. Well, he's got to be paired up with someone. His friends are paired up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all have to pair up with But we also got a little tag-along little brother. Yeah. So after class that day, they're hanging out at Burger Basket. And can, can we say the name of one character that doesn't come back, but I wrote it down because it's the dumbest name in the book? Oh, I'm trying to think if I wrote the name down. Hold on. I keep a list of characters normally. So I've got let it me... circled here. Corky Corcoran? Corky Cor- Corcoran. <laughs> <laughs> What? This character has very little significance. It's just another name that they kind of gossip about. But there's already too many names. Too many names. Just leave it out. Yeah. So they, Mark and Artie pull up. I'm guessing this is like a Sonic type, like a drive-in, right? It's. I, I thought of it like a steak and shake. Because okay. you can go in, but... It, they pull up and everyone's eating fries or whatever. And they're like, hey, uh, get in our car. We're going to take you the, cruising. And now it's the 50s. Now That's it's right. American graffiti. <laughs> everyone get in Mark's Hop new in car. And Mark is Mark is a bad boy, which we haven't. He's already dropped out. Yep. He's already dropped out. He's Artie's bestie and is encouraging Artie. Like, hey, man, good job at the Drop out, work plant. at the plant. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, so they go on a ride and they're heading towards... Fear Street. What 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 street are they going to be on? What's the literal street name? Fear Street. Fear Street. Mm-hmm. And you know who doesn't want to go? Rini. She's heard bad things and rumors about Fear Street. <laughs> Here's the thing about Shadyside slash Fear Street. And I'm going to compare it to maybe like Gotham City, right? So in this town. It's called Crime Alley. Stay out. Maybe. <laughs> in this, but in this in this fictional town. People know that Fear Street is bad. There are it's supernatural. There are bad things that happens. There are murders that happen. But people still buy houses on this street. People mm-hmm. still go to this street. 
people still live in this stupid town. It's the same thing with Gotham. If you lived in Gotham and every day the Joker was polluting your water or the Scarecrow was doing some mind control bullshit. Iceman or uh, Mr. Freeze has frozen my pipes again. Can't flush the toilet. The just <laughs> honestly the worst. Gonna die by my worse own than fist. death. But I mean, why are people still staying in these towns or going in these cities and going to those streets when they know they're bad? Well, here two things. One, it's for people who are like, I don't believe any of this hype before they get murdered by a ghost. Mm-hmm. Right. And two. That makes more sense. Though. If you're doing murder pranks with your friends and you really want to scare them, you do it on full fear Boulevard or whatever. But my question is, why are people still living here if this if everyone knows the street is wicked or if everyone knows that there are crazy cartoony villains in Gotham? Why do people stay there? Here, because they don't believe about, it. They don't believe it. About, but you can see evidence of it in Gotham. Because it's. I mean, your property value has got to suck. The how they're practically giving away the houses. I yeah, mean, I wouldn't guess. you risk it? I mean, I guess if I could get a sweet apartment for ten dollars, then okay. You can get a five thousand square foot house for for a song over there. <laughs> it's like the deal is too sweet to pass up. I, I remember when I lived in Milwaukee, there was a a lot in downtown Milwaukee on the east side, or on the west, I forget which side, uh, that was $5,000. And uh, we saw it, like, in the classifieds in the paper. That's the amazing. Uh, no, oh, it, was, it was just, like, the, the actual lot, but it was, like, okay. in the downtown good, area. And it was, like, a, a decent-sized lot. Haunted. And it was, like, no one would buy that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, that's good for a piece of land. Yeah. Except everyone's just like, oh, no, I would just be robbed and murdered if I Oh, so it was there. a bad part. No, it's a bad part of town. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, damn. Well, anyway, but, my, but that's a, like I, I, I think that people, because this is, I assume, I need to know more about the fear, fear verse. Okay. Before, before I'm ready to buy a house, the street is basically just cursed because the family, um, the in family. the 1600s, burned a witch and they cursed the family. Okay. Does that make sense? It's something. It's something dumb. We'll read a history of Fear Street book at some okay. point. Okay? okay. I want to read one of these new dark ones that, uh, <laughs> okay. that he has attempted to write as like a seven year old man was like, I know what the kids want, and it's like some blood fell to the ground, and he's like, Ooh, I've gone maybe too dark. <laughs> <laughs> so they are on Fear Street, and then Mark takes a turn into Fear Fear Woods, and he stops his car, and he gets out, and they're at the side of a cliff. And he's like, look at, look at the beautiful Fear Lake. It's frozen. It's gorgeous. I'm dying when I read Fear Lake. <laughs> like, I've already I've already been like, wait, there's a Fear Street. There's a Fear Woods. There's a Fear Lake. <laughs> I almost fell over at work. So, um, he, Mark's like, come closer, guys. And then he falls off the cliff. And so Rini's like, oh, my God, Mark. And she slides down the cliff to see if she can find Mark. And then she lands on frozen Fear Lake. Here's a crack, realizes the ice is too thin, and she tries to move to shore. She loses her balance, falls, ice cracks, and she falls into the lake. Turns out, well, she gets saved by her boyfriend. He's a hero. Saves Rini. It turns out the whole thing was planned by Mark and Artie because they love murder pranks. And so this is the thing. Is this the third murder prank so far? And someone almost in died. In the book. In the this is book. getting old. In, in the book. Yeah. Right. And this is not, they didn't just start this. They always do this. Yeah. And this is J. Walter Weatherman. On Arrested Development. And yeah. that's, kids, why you don't go to Fear Lake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at a certain point, you're just completely immune to any kind of fear from your friend dying. 
You're just I like, don't know. They kept falling for it on Arrested Development. No, I know, but they're very stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he had that arm. <laughs> they right they kept falling for a lot of things. I just don't get why you would still... Oh, he fell down. Okay. See, die, loser. That's what you say. But see, yeah. But see, a person almost dies trying to save a friend. They don't think, oh, this could be another murder prank. Right. Like, that would be me. I'd be like, oh, come on, you guys, whatever. Oh, you're talking about Rini. Yeah. Right. Rini tries to see if she can see Mark so they can try to pull him up to safety. Right. Turns out he was like, I don't know, hanging on a ledge somewhere, and then she just falls and, and what almost does, dies. What does Sean say? I can't remember. What does Sean say? He does mouth to mouth, and he goes, that was the fun part. <laughs> Ew. I forgot about that. I'm Time's glad you recorded it. Time's <laughs> up. Time's up on most of these characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so... At school the next day, Artie sees his girlfriend Greta flirting with PJ at lunch, and Artie's going to beat his butt, and Sean goes to stop him, and Rini runs into Liz after school and gives her a ride home and learns, or maybe Liz gives her a ride home. I can't remember what's going on there. But she learns that PJ is frail due to the heart murmur. Can I can I say something that I just started writing them down at this point? The chapter titles? Oh, that one was called Danger Ahead. Oh, okay. Chapter 13 um, is called Not PJ. <laughs> like, they all have these names that are, like, super suggestive of something that's going to happen. Like, yeah, someone dies first. Well, chapter 10 was called Thin Ice. <laughs> so I hate the chapter titles. <laughs> so, um, actually, I think Liz is riding with Artie. She gets a ride with Artie in Mark's car. Mark's new car. And Artie drives like a maniac, and he gets in a wreck. He's T-boned by another car at an intersection. And guess who's driving that car? PJ! I'll just answer that, since Josh couldn't get to his notes. Not PJ! Yeah, it was PJ. So, Artie acts like a total dick and is screaming at PJ. Anyway, that whole chapter ends. And um, later on, we learn that Rini's parents will be gone right before Christmas, and her friends convince her to throw a party. Yeah, they're going to have a Christmas party. Mm -hmm. This book is called the New Year's Party, so... Come on. Yeah. There's, there's at least two parties in this book. Two more. Yeah. Yeah. So, but at this point, I'm like, wait a minute. This yeah. is not the party I uh, signed up for. And I think they're at school the next day. And Sandy Burke, who everyone keeps talking about as being like the hot chick, right? Like the hot, unattainable babe. Yes. Okay. She runs up to their little group at lunch and tells them to hurry to the weight room. There's been an accident. And I think Liz is like, my brother, PJ. And so they all run downstairs, but it's not PJ. It's Artie. He was trying to impress Sandy. By bench pressing, I guess. A yeah, lot. yeah, yeah. He's just gonna lift, man. And uh, he asked PJ to spot him. <laughs> this is th <laughs> okay. Anyway, no, this this. It's like asking Screech, AC asking Screech to spot him I, or something. I reread this a couple times to be like, what? Why? I understand nothing here. No, nothing it, makes sense in this situation. Is this another murder by weight prank? What is he doing? <laughs> no, he was just trying to lift too much, mm -hmm. couldn't do it, and it was like, hey. PJ, get this. And like this little twig boy with a heart murmur. <laughs> yeah. Tries to help him. And can't. And so yeah. he drops the weights on his chest. He's okay. He recovers, guys. And they're at their after school study group working on their 100 problem trig project. And Artie, they're starting to list people to invite to this party. And Artie suggested they invite PJ. He and Mark have a surprise prank they're going to play. Because remember, it was Mark's car that was hit by PJ. Their big prank is having the hot girl, Sandy Burke, ask PJ to be her date to come to Rini's Christmas party 
This She's is... going to plant a big kiss on PJ at some point. A real sizzler, as they say. <laughs> what? A real sizzler. And nice. then, as soon as she's done kissing him, she's going to drop dead. Act like she just dropped dead. So you think this is going to be a she's all that kind of like... Or uh, one of those things where like, let's ask the nerdy girl to go out with the hot guy. No. It's another murder prank where the hot girl asks the little boy... Do you do you want to go to this cool party? Kisses him and then drops the, dead. The kiss is so bad it killed him. And uh, here are some quotes from the boys. Sean says, "Classic." Nice. And then someone says, "The kiss of death." Of course. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. That is okay. a classic prank, though. Yeah. No. Yeah. The y- y- the classic of. And the name of that chapter is Kiss of Death, by the yeah, way. Yeah. If oh, anyone okay. wants to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Are, that works. No spoilers. Are we taking a break at some point? Yeah, we should We're take a break. We're at a halfway point. Oh, no, God, you're only say. halfway through. This, this would be the time like, to take a break. Like, it's a super chiller. All right, take a break. Well, I guess we're at the party. We're at Rini's party. And it's just it's just a pretty banging party, and there's a lot of people there. Everything seems to be going well, I guess. But Rini is having second thoughts about this prank. I wrote something about two cute store for twins, and I want to see what I wrote. Why I wrote that? What did you write? Okay, okay. <laughs> My notes say too cute store for twins because it's spelled T W O cute. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. It's Liz and Ty. They show up to the party. And Rini says, great dress. And it almost matches Ty's shirt. You haven't started shopping at Too Cute, have you? And that's why I wrote (laughs) Store for Twins. Like, I was really confused. That would be a great business model. (laughs) I mean, for very, uh, for uh, young children, because people are like, I've got two ones that look the same. They need to be exactly the same and dress the same. Well, instead of just buying two of the same thing at a normal store, right. you have to go to two. You have to yeah, go to two separate yeah. store. Makes, yeah. How could it fail? <laughs> so the party is awesome. I'm going on really well. and Coke Rini, everywhere. <laughs> so much Coke. The weekend's there performing. Um, <laughs> it's, really, it's great. We didn't do anything. We were just doing Coke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are just drinking Coca-Cola. And everyone's waiting for PJ and Sandy to arrive so they can do the prank and everyone's very juiced about this prank and the best prank the kiss of death and Rini is uh, so good starting to feel guilty about the the prank that they're gonna play on pj and um she realizes that she hasn't told liz about it yet and so she starts to tell to tell liz that um it's a trick god this is so dumb um and liz is like he told me he wasn't coming to the party and rini's like no he is he's coming with sandy burke because we're tricking him it's one of our dumb jokes liz gets very upset and tells her that she's cruel and then she tells rini you have no idea what you've done no idea at all and leaves the party hey i'm just gonna tell you we're gonna later pretend that someone likes your brother uh, as a joke, and then someone's gonna pretend to die by kissing him. Why are you mad about this? What? What? Why is this bothering you? What could this is a fun mind? thing that we do. So harmless fun. Liz <laughs> leaves. Ty goes after her, and PJ and Sandy show up. And everyone at the party's like, "Why are they together? What is 
What is what does PJ have that we don't? (laughs) Why is Kelly Kapowski dating Screech Powers? That's basically what I I get. Right. There's all kinds of dumb jokes like I thought Sandy only dated within her own species. Ha 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 ha. (laughs) What species? And then even um, Rini is amazed by what Sandy looks like. She goes, wow. And that dress, Sandy should be in an MTV video, not at my party. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, An MTV video. Looking good. That's, geez, I can only imagine how Mm -hmm. babely she must look. I'm picturing that Aerosmith video with his daughter. (laughs) So everyone's dancing, and Sandy takes PJ into the middle of the dancing couples and pulls announces, him. "Is everyone watching over here?" <laughs> and I feel like something's about to go down. Just kidding. No one has to ask because everyone's already eyes on them. So everyone is watching them because he's so awkward, and some of the kids are are, are snickering and moving away from them to give them room, and everyone is watching. This is the Carrie scene where the blood's about to drop. Essentially, yes, yeah. And Sandy is, like, kind of grinding against him, and she's whispering in his ear, and the song ends, and she goes, you are wonderful, and pulls PJ's face to hers and kisses him. And it's a long, slow kiss. And (laughs) this is funny. Twist, she loves it. (laughs) Staring at Sandy, (laughs) Rini thought of a vampire, a vampire sucking the life out of its victim. She was kissing the helpless PJ so intensely. So some porn tongue going on, I'm guessing, on the dance floor. And um, (laughs) PJ's trying to back away and Sandy holds on to him and keeps kissing him. And everyone's like, whoa, and like laughing uncomfortably. And then Sandy stiffens. And I'm just going to be real. I bet PJ stiffened a little bit, too. (laughs) And she tosses her head back and she's. Let's out a long, long moan. What kind of moan? Almost Be specific. An, almost an animal howl. Uh, no, I don't mean to. I didn't mean recreate it. So you said what kind of moan? I'm, I gave you a moan. I'm cutting that. <laughs> <laughs> Put in your soundboard and use it three yeah. times. Give us a wolf howl right now. Uh, I'll insert it later. Okay, whatever. and I'll do a generic porn moan where you did your thing. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So then she sinks to her knees, and her eyes are wider, and her mouth is hanging open, and everyone's like gasping, and she crumples into a heap. And everyone's like, "Hey, help her! Help her!" And you know, Artie's shaking her like, "Hey, let's give her air!" And she's apparently doing a really great look. Uh, or, sorry, a really great job. And PJ's backing away, and his face is twisted in horror, and. There's some mouth to mouth and, you know, it's supposed to be a joke and they're acting like she's dead and PJ can't talk and he's just all eyes are on him. So he starts convulsing. We have set up that he has a heart murmur, that he's a very sensitive boy. Yes. Who can't handle uh, death pranks. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, he falls down and everyone's trying to do what they can to make him recover and they don't feel a pulse. And Rini says, he's dead. We we killed PJ. We killed PJ. South, of, South Park, end of the episode. One of our murder pranks backfired. <laughs> At long, we, we've done thousands. Mm-hmm. And finally, someone that we knew had a heart murmur did not do well with thinking his kiss <laughs> I murdered the, someone. Though yeah. we killed PJ. You saw it. He died. And every single one of our hands was on the knife. We oh. have, <laughs> we murdered her in the Ornate Express this killing of PJ. 
Yeah. We're each of us as guilty as the next. <laughs> That's right. No one is responsible for this. And everyone is. I mean, but yes, they are. Yeah. So we're back in 1965 with Beth and Jeremy. Time to go back in time. Great Huey Lewis song. Speaking of Huey Lewis. So we open. Back they're in, in the car. We're, they're in the car. The car's totaled. They both. They both seem to be okay. They regain consciousness. Right. And well, one of them was awake the whole time. Well, they decide to go look for the, the boy or animal that they hit. And they find blood, but no body and no footprints leading off anywhere. And then they try to wave down cars to get help. The cars are just driving by them. They not don't stopping. see them. They just cannot. Just they don't care. Flying by. And they go to a house that's off the highway. And no one comes to answer the door, even though they can see people in the house. And Beth is like, I should be cold, but I'm not cold. And they walk back to the car. Oh. And there's already two people in the car. And they get in the car and they realize it's them. And Jeremy tries to get back in his body. Let's climb back in our bodies. <laughs> and then suddenly he starts to fade. This is when I realized I was not in one of the R.L. Stein books that we'd read before, where everything is just like there there cannot be a a, a body count. This is no goosebumps. There are stakes here. I, I, well, I was already like, we're jumping back and forth in time, and I'm not sure why. But I was confused by, I just assumed everything was going to be a dumb prank, or is going to be a dumb prank, through the whole book. Mm -hmm. Because they're already doing murder pranks, which in the other books, uh, like in which, Halloween, Halloween, night. Halloween night, that was like, we're going to fake stab to death, and yeah. that kind of thing. And this is when I was like, ooh. What what what's really going on here? Mm -hmm. They're starting to fade, and then you can't climb into your own body. You can't. You can't see your uh, own body and start to try to climb into. If you see a it. ghost movie, you know this, right? Yes. Every ghost movie, you know, you can't just get back into your body. Well, and if you do, no, you can sometimes, but sometimes it's a. Pro then you're just reanimating your corpse to go haunt other people, or. You are lucky to be under medical care and someone revives you. Mm. In this case, they're that dead. That constantly happens. There's, yes. there's no paramedics here. Yeah. They are dead. I'm yeah. I'm playing Death Stranding and it's Don't want to hear no, no gamer talk. Okay. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All I'm saying is in I'm, that game, if you die, all you got to do is climb back into your body and good as new. Norman you just Reed like carry I know nothing about this game other than things I've seen, and it seems to be mostly guys carrying boxes and mm -hmm. trying to balance them. It's like a bit dystopian world where people are just ordering Look, shit on Amazon Prime still. It's like and you have to. It's like my old job delivering Amazon Prime, but there are ghosts who try to stop you. So I there was five minutes today where I was like, should I become a gamer? Would I like that? Absolutely, you would hate it. <laughs> you I'd, see, you were born for it. I'm still gonna give it more thought. I. You could, you it's an expensive it. habit, though. My, it, eh. I would just buy one game and play it. All the time. Yeah, that's what I do. I play one game for months. It's not that. It, but would, you have to buy the system. Would would yeah? Well, I could. Toys are worse. I could for your wallet. I could beg my parents for it for my birthday, which that's is true. coming up. Be like, uh, I want to get some happy birthdays going to Josh uh -huh. in the comments. Here's why uh, you shouldn't. As much as I love games, you're too late. To the game, so to speak. Can I yell at 12-year-olds? And will they yell at me? You could mm -hmm. on Fortnite. And they'd probably yell at you for being so bad, especially if you're on their squad. I, I would be so bad. They would scream at you and call you all sorts of slurs because you would lose the round. For oh, them. I don't want that at all. 
Oh, they'd call they'd you. Bully. They would bully every, the shit out of you. 12-year-olds would bully you and call you the worst names. Oh, okay, I'm not going to be Yeah, mm-hmm. you couldn't cut it. I'm sorry. Is there a Fear Street game that we could play? There should be. Like an old Nintendo game? It should be like the like the Jason game. Is there a Goosebumps? Now, Goosebumps, I can see need, being a game. Honestly, can, More we do, than Fear Street. can we do an episode where we find an old young adult game based on a book and I play don't. it on, like, Super Nintendo? There has got there's, to be, like, a Sweet Valley game. No, there's well, not. Come on. Wait, what if what if we do a special episode where we play like a board game that's a Sweet Valley High board I game and we get good dates? Thought about this the other night. I was thinking we could play like Mystery Date or something. Mall okay, Madness. I'm into it. I like a like yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. I stepped on my cat's tail a little bit. Sorry about that. I'm gonna Oscar. get such a good. Mystery Is Mystery date. date the one with the fake phone? Mm-hmm. That- Okay. It used to be um, like a little door that you would open to find out who your mystery date is, but now at the you end got of the game, the dud. You, yeah, you call the. There is no duds, as PJ's not a dud. Don't kiss him and pretend mm-hmm. to kill him. Uh, I, I still have the Say by the Bell game that you gave me, and we've never played Ooh, it. Ooh, that's right. We haven't played it. Anyway, okay. okay. I'm going to invent a Fear Street tabletop <laughs> game. Yes, <laughs> yes. But it's going to be like a nerd tabletop game. Okay. Like Sounds Warhammer. Good. <laughs> so, um, back to uh, 1995, or back at the party. Um, the party's over, man. People start to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got a body. Once the once the bodies hit the floor, yeah. as uh, uh, <laughs> and I'm not talking drowning pool. Yeah, as as, as, as drowning pool would say. Yeah, um, like they're trying to revive. They're still trying to revive PJ and people are trying to do CPR. Some of the kids are crying. Um, and then they see headlights and everyone's like, Reenie, your parents are back. So people start to head out and what? they have to hide the body. What do we do with this body? <laughs> what the hell do we do with this body? So they drag it downstairs to the basement and they, what do they do with it, Josh? They just toss it in the basement, they right? They stuff it behind a furnace. Yeah. <laughs> they stuff. <laughs> That's funny. PJ behind a fucking furnace. Here's the thing. Like, no one did anything. Like, just say he fell down. You know what I mean? Like. There's no reason for them to freak out, but they all have guilty consciousness, as they should, because we all killed PJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's true. That they decide to hide the body mm-hmm. behind a furnace in the basement. So then um, someone comes back and goes, oh, no, uh, must have been just someone turning around in your drive. <laughs> <laughs> so they decide Jesus. they need to call the cops and they need to recreate the scene with the body. So someone is calling the cops as they start dragging as they head down to the basement to get this the is, body. This is not a bad plan. No. Like, this is what they should do. Yeah. Like, he he died in the basement. Mm-hmm. Let's put his body back where it was. Yeah. So they go down to get the body. And the body is gone. It is no longer behind the furnace. No one knows where it is. Whom is pranking whomst at this point? <laughs> uh, everyone's like, PJ pulled a good one on us. And I can't believe we fell for it. And... And then Officer Jackson shows up and was like, everyone gets the wall. <laughs> Give me your wallets and your watches. <laughs> so everyone thinks that PJ is out there just laughing their heads off at him. And um, then Officer Jackson does show up and um, he keeps asking them if they dialed the, the emergency number. And everyone's like, no, you got to have the wrong address. <laughs> Everything's good here. And he comes in and he looks around. Can and, I, and he says, can I search your house? And they say, we are sovereign citizens. <laughs> <laughs> nope, they're kids. And they're like, yes, come yes, in. Yes, exactly. Like, <laughs> come in. We don't know our rights because no one teaches us our rights anymore. So come you in. You have no jurisdiction here, sir. 
my and I I don't think I've told this story in the spot. This will be very quick. Sorry, I know we're going along. Uh, one time I got pulled over going to Green Bay or coming back from Green Bay with my friends from a punk show, and I was speeding very fast because uh, we were trying to see how fast my car could go. <laughs> oh, okay. It got up to one fifteen and started shaking, and Damn. I slowed down. Mm-hmm. And so they pulled me over going ninety. It was seventy five on the highway, uh, on Fear Highway, and uh, <laughs> the cop said. Can I take a look through your car? We've been having reports of uh, drugs and guns being driven through here or transported. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, I, I can say no, right? Because I was in the civic, I was a senior in high school at the time. And I was like, I can say no, right? And you can't, right? <laughs> you like, can. And he was like, no, that is your right. And I was like, okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was coming back. It was cold. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, I was just driving back my dumb punk friends, and one of my friends told me it's a good thing you didn't search the car because I had cocaine. Like I was straight edge, like at the time, like I didn't. Drink but your or do friends drugs. weren't straight edge, I guess. I had one friend who was like a druggy guy, and he said, "I threw my coke on your co- down under your seat, so if they searched it, you would have because wow. <laughs> it goes to the driver, yeah. not yeah, the you person." Accidentally saved the day. Yeah, yeah. I would have hated him forever <laughs> i think if they really suspected you of something they would have had to get a warrant somehow right no 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 if, if i give them permission they can search it well yeah or if they really suspected oh right, right, right. Something. but they didn't it was just yeah. that we we all had like spiky hair and yeah. there were mohawk guys in the back and with cocaine apparently I mean, yes so, you know yeah. there was one guy that was very guilty <laughs> but i was like guns and dr- no that no one, thought you were a gun runner you're no, going so fast <laughs> no one is running them guns no one is running guns from uh green bay to milwaukee yeah, maybe right. the opposite way but also he was like well we saw you going way faster earlier and i was like yeah that that's on hand up Look, hand up you were just trying to find out this baby's top speed we were doing that's all we were trying like, to find I gotta out. know what this honda civic we was sir it was a ford escort okay <laughs> 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 my first car i was such an idiot anyway uh so you do not have to let the, the thing i know tell- your rights kids what i'm telling the listeners is you have the right to food money <clears throat> Wait. um uh, uh-huh. no are you gonna do the clash thing i was going to okay but you, no it. you do it you do it i don't think that's how it goes no i no, was just to say uh horse girls do not let the cops search your car or if you have a body from a boy you kissed pranked which horse girls absolutely would do mm-hmm. uh don't let them look for it. Mm-mm. Okay. Now, what rights are you going to? No, I'm I'm good. I'm not going to list all. <laughs> Blake, the rights. drop in. Right to an attorney. Right here is I'm drop in the <laughs> your rights. Don't have thing. the rights. Ironically, Joe Strummer's dead. Oh, all right. That's right. It's fair game. So, officer, they Mick tell... Jones versus Are You There, Pod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there for that court case. I hear he's very litigious. <laughs> there, no one will rock the Casbah on this podcast. <laughs> Okay, sorry. You can play like 10 seconds of something, That's right? a myth if I ever heard one. I just heard... This is going to be fair use because we're doing commentary about it. Yeah. Okay, if, if we're talking about it. Yeah. Our friend who has a food podcast had people who were talking about their favorite winter songs and he was playing them. You can play clips from you songs. You can play clips. Yeah. If you're doing it, eh, some kind of commentary on it, it falls under... Commentary or... Also, I don't think... I don't think uh, whatever label, not EMI. Are they on EMI? Yeah. I, I forget who they were. Anyway, they capital. Cap- yeah, <laughs> they have an anti-capital record song. Anyway, so what's PG anyway. up to? <laughs> anyway, uh, Blake, drop in right here all of the Clash discography. Just Play it front to it. back. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a forty-hour mm-hmm. episode. It's going to be so good. 
Her best album. B sides, live I'll live skip, albums. I'm gonna mm-hmm. skip parts of Sandinista. Them but, them oh, but G- some of it slaps. GI still. Joe. Some of it slaps. <laughs> no, G- Ivan versus GI Joe, Joe is yeah, still yeah, slaps. Okay. <laughs> uh, them at Shea Stadium, all of it. Anyway, okay, okay so, so um, they tell him that they made a prank call. And he's like, hey, uh, that's not smart. We treat prank calls to 911. Seriously, as they should. These kids should be in jail. I do not like these kids. They're just privileged little white turds. I don't know what else to say. Because I was always taught that you do not call 911 unless it's a real emergency. And if not, you can get into big, 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 big trouble. Mm. Same. And I also know Jessica means business when she calls someone a turd. Because time she's been mad at me, she has just messaged, you're a turd. <laughs> I think I have, yeah. So, no, that's literally true. And and her calling these kids turds. I get way worse. So. Guys, you guys are being turds. <laughs> white, she said white turds. White turds, yeah. Like ghost turds. White, like they're white, the worst turds. White yeah. dog turds. Yeah, they're just the worst. So Officer Jackson's like, I'm still going to check your house. And I need your permission. So they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. And they have told them the whole story about the murder They have not lied. They also told them they moved the body behind the furnace, and it's gone now. And it was all one big prank. They're pranks within pranks. Right. Right? Pranks on pranks on pranks on pranks. so many layers of pranks. (laughs) Yeah. And the body's still not there, you know, and I... I guess he just leaves the house. He's like, I'm going to make a full report, and then he leaves. You guys are not going to like how I write this yeah. up when you do your uh, FOIA for, for this police report. Okay, so here's here's the thing, and here's probably the dumbest thing in the book. They're having a party on a school night. Oh, yes! come on. No, I wrote this the down, too. The next day, they go to yes. school. I was like, wait, what, what, what day of the week are these parties? That happens a lot on TV and stuff. Who does that? I guess if you're that if desperate. You're, if and your parents are out of town, but their parents weren't even out of town. Their parents were coming back that night. Were her parents coming back that night? I thought they were just all freaked out by the headlights. Well, that's what—that's why I thought they might. Uh, but remember. also, how close to Christmas is it? They should have been out of school. I don't know. This book is not very good with timelines. No, it's not. Because at one point, I think they go to RL, <laughs> we're going to teach a master class to you. About, about <laughs> structure. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop in the RL master yes, class. Yeah, drop it again. <laughs> I know I already did it once, but do it again. It's the perfect time. Okay. So um the next day at school they're all complaining about how they didn't sleep because they kind they all kind of felt bad for what they did to PJ and no one knows where PJ Just is. Just them rubbing their eyes being like, Remember when we killed that kid last mm-hmm. night and he disappeared? Mm-hmm. Liz even called looking for PJ. Right. And I think that night they swore no more murder pranks. Am I right? <sighs> Yeah, yeah, they were like, you get, no, now that we have a, a body on us. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Uh, and then she did call Rini. Ugh, hate yeah. saying the name. Uh, and she feels bad. She couldn't sleep yeah. until like three or four in the morning. I may have killed someone. I might not be able to sleep for a couple hours. <laughs> Still got to get up and go to school because I threw my party on a Wednesday night like an idiot. So they're at school the next day. No one's still seen PJ. She sees Liz, and I think she tries to go after Liz, but then she's like, oh, wait, I got a pop quiz. I should study for that quiz in the gym, which makes no sense. When she's in the gym studying, she drops her fancy pin that her mom bought her for a gift with her name engraved on it, which I thought might be important to the book. It wasn't. (laughs) She goes down to pick it up, and Liz and Ty come in, and Liz is telling Ty that she still doesn't know where PJ is. He never came home that night, and then they make out a little bit. 
So yeah. Reenie and the gang, the murder prank gang, they get called out of class and it's Officer Jackson there and they're investigating the missing brother, PJ. He, uh, they found his jacket in Fear Woods. That's, that's one of the reasons that they're in, um, interrogating also, him. Also, this is when he found out her name was Maureen, yes, by the way. Yes, yeah. that is my note. Like, uh, <laughs> Maureen, we need to talk to you. And, and me and Jessica reading this book both like pulled our Head. hair and be like, Oh, yeah. Blake got it in a walk. Head explode. Yeah. 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 I wrote Reenie. Short for Maureen? I'd go by Reenie, too. I wrote Reenie down here, a little arrow pointing. Maureen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Reenie, I stand a queenie. Yeah, mm, mm. I would not stand her. Uh, cut that and put in another masterclass from Stein. Did, <laughs> did you? I'm going to. You know what? Uh, I'm gonna... Put in a Dane Cook masterclass to tell, teach you how to do a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so PJ at this point has been missing for over a week and the police plan to drag Fear Lake. They're going to drag Fear Lake. For his body. <laughs> and <laughs> Todd's really excited about that. I was. That. I don't know why I yeah. like that. When so you much. drag Fear Lake, how many bodies do you find though? You're, you're, it's oh, just bodies on bodies on bodies. The right? whole bottom of the lake Every, is pure yeah. bodies. You know how many times they drag that lake? They have they can do it in five seconds. <laughs> so one of them says, I can't remember who says that, but they go, It's making me crazy. All I can think is about is PJ. I'm gonna flunk all my classes. <laughs> poor, poor living baby. God, I hate these kids. So Greta is planning to break up with Artie. And she, she, she wants to break up with him. Why? I guess just because he's pissing her off with this whole dropping out of school, hanging out with yeah, Mark. Right. Mark, bad being influence. Being a bad boy. She's going to drop out, or he's going to drop out, mm-hmm. and she, that's not the future she has planned for them. Nope. Like, she wants a Hallmark universe future, and he doesn't want to go to school anymore. doesn't want to finish senior year. He's got one more semester left or whatever. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to finish 25% of those trig problems. <laughs> So this breakup plan actually annoyed me because how is she going to break up with him? Well, she's making Rini come with her to Mark's house where Artie is working on a car with Mark, right? Bringing my girl over mm-hmm. to dump my my boyfriend of four year or however long it is. Yeah. While he's hanging out with his boy. <laughs> she says it's as if he's addicted to Mark or something. He can't stay away from him. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. they're into maybe they're a couple. I don't I don't think you're ready for this conversation yet at this point, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this. Maybe Artie's going through a weird phase. Have you checked his horoscope? <laughs> yeah, I read that down too. Like we already had the horoscope girls. Uh, college is for spoiled rich kids. Does that sound like a weird phase? Anyway, so she brings Rini along for moral support because she's afraid she won't break up with him unless someone is there to make sure she gets the job done. Can you imagine bringing a friend along to your breakup? Ugh. Just the worst thing. Like a first date is bad enough, but this is just. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I was mad at her. Have I ever had someone bring? No, no, whoever break up with me. So okay, it's, it makes sense. So they get to Mark's house and or Artie's house. I don't know who freaking house. It's Mark's at. house. Okay. Yeah. So, nope, they're at Artie's. Are this they? Says Artie's. Mm-hmm. Um, and she rings the doorbell and Artie answers and. <laughs> He's no like, parents in sight, as nope, always. As usual, no parents. And he's like, I was out in the garage with Mark. We're working on his car, because remember, it was in, he was in the wreck. And Greta says, I want to talk to you about something, but not in front of Mark. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go tell Mark that he's on his own working on the car for a while, so you and me and Rini, I guess, can talk. And they hear a scream, and they run to the garage door, and a body is sprawled over the hood of the car, and it is Mark's body. 
and his head was twisted around on his neck completely backward. <laughs> like a you know, exorcist Linda Blair style 180 or I'm something. just saying this is such overkill for someone who's working on a car <laughs> because you can very easily drop a car on their face and have their head shatter. Or you could do whenever I watched Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 last night. Ugh. He just hooked up the guy's head to like a car charger or something and watched his head explode. So you didn't like the second one? No. You liked Ooh. the first one though, right? First one was the second okay. one was ninety percent footage of the first one because he's it's the little brother telling the story to a oh, okay. psychiatrist. Oh. So it literally oof. is a ninety minute movie where fifty five minutes are dedicated to the original movie and cutting back and forth to. And it's barely even about Christmas. Blake's real complaint. He was mad. It would be like if Home Alone 2 was like him being with his family, being like, remember last year when I was home alone? It, it's literally that. <laughs> and then just. Or footage. he's like telling a psychiatrist about like. Yeah. And then maybe at the end, Harry and. Marv. Harry and Marv come into the psychiatrist. Uh, I'd actually like that movie. <laughs> and then tries to do a murder. But throughout the movie, you cut back to them trying to like clamp the window and falling down <laughs> on each other. and Tarantula crawling across the face, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, so in chapter 25, we realize chapter 25 is called No Joke. We realize that this is not a murder <laughs> this prank. This is not a murder this prank. Is no prank, folks. Nope, he is actually dead. So <sighs> these kids are just so weird. The way they react to this murder I don't know. Do they call for help or something? And and Reedy leaves to go pick up Sean at work at the burger basket. What page? What page are you on? Um. Okay, so I'm on page 147. Okay, and this is um, after right after they find his body, someone's like, "Let's call the police." So nothing really matters at this point. Like mm -mm. as far like there's nothing. Okay, wait. I took a note on until the burger basket stuff. Yeah, and it's been a week. Okay, yes. I skipped ahead. It's been a week since Mark was murdered. Yes. And Sean's car is broken down, so Rini has to pick Sean up from work. And Sean yeah. and Ty work together at Burger Basket, and Liz is supposed to pick up Ty. So there have been no arrests yet. PJ is still PJ's gone. PJ's missing. Dead body, twisted head. Mm -hmm. He's dead. Everyone seems to be doing fine, though. Yeah. We're just back on our, just back on working on trig stuff. Yeah. Um. So Rini goes into a uh, burger basket, and she goes towards the entrance and goes inside. And for some reason, Sandy is there, and Sandy was there to give Ty a ride home. If you don't remember, Sandy is the prettiest lady in the world. Mm -hmm. Lips that kill. <laughs> So they go inside, they're cleaning up the store, Ty is in the back, and um, Sean is mopping, and he locks the door, and then Sandy goes into the back, and Sean's hands feel sicky, so he's going to go wash his hands, and Rini's there all by herself, and nobody's coming, like they're all in the back, she's yeah. just out in the front, so she goes into the back, and what does she discover? She finds a body. She does find a body. It's Sandy's body. <laughs> And, and Sandy, this is the most grotesque, like, description of a murder or a body discovery ever. She goes in the kitchen to find everyone. She finds that Sandy is shoved in a trash can. It is described as this. Face down in hamburger buns, lettuce scraps, and stale french fries. <laughs> mayonnaise dripped down one of, her one of her black legs. What? Must have been tights or something yeah, that yeah, she yeah, was yeah. wearing. Okay. And then... <laughs> 
I don't know if she moves the body or something, but Sandy slides onto the tile floor in a pile of soggy lettuce, paper napkins, cardboard <laughs> hamburger boxes, and half-eaten food. Just classic burger, uh, burger barn or oh, whatever it's called. God. Burger, burger bur- basket. Like burger basket barn. stuff. Yeah, and her head is also turned backwards, backwards just yeah. like Mark's. So someone with superhuman strength is out there just twisting teens' heads around and killing right. them. Um, so... God, this is so damn long and convoluted. Please tell me you're near the end. It's almost. We are, I, we are, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. getting there. We can so power through it. Shy and, and Sean and Ty were outside for some reason. So now it's like three kids they knew were murdered. Three. And they still. Sean. PJ. Sandy, they Well, PJ. Well, they don't know. Yeah. yeah. They don't know what happened to PJ. But I mean, honestly, if you're not found within the first 48 hours, you're probably dead. You missed the first 48. PJ's dead. And cops won't come look Dra- at you. Drag that. Drag so. that lake. Drag yeah. the woods. Mm hmm. And there's still an outside thing like, are these murder pranks? <laughs> Why would we still be doing goofs at this point? Three people are dead and they were all involved in one of our practical jokes. Well, very soon. I don't know mm-hmm. how close. Well, they're this. all theorizing that PJ is the killer. Yeah. Right. You're right. I don't know why we don't think that immediately. Yeah. Like PJ's getting his revenge. He's hiding somewhere. We don't know his body is. Now he's killing people. Yeah. So. Um, Artie does think say this gonna... very soon. What did everyone get for Christmas <laughs> while they're discussing these deaths? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they decide that maybe they want to start following Liz because Liz might lead, lead them to PJ, that maybe Liz knows what's happening and they all want Rini to do it. And so Rini is going to Liz's house. Guess where Liz lives? Is it is it near Fear Street? It's on Fear Street. What? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Crazy, right? I don't like Fear Street, thinks Rini. <laughs> I mean, not wrong. No. Yeah, totally uh, can I not. can I say one thing that we did not mention when they discussed PJ being the killer? Uh, I think it was Sean said, but he's a wimp. <laughs> and that was like, true. True. yeah, he that clearly cannot be killing anyone. He's a wimp. Yeah. A good point. Yeah. So anyway, Rini goes and she tries to apologize. And Liz is like, my brother's missing. F you, you know, basically. Yeah. I mean, not wrong. Yeah, not wrong at all. But we are friends, right? And Liz goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> Also, not wrong. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Harini's like begging for another chance, like, can't you give us all another chance, especially now with this killer on the loose? We all need to stick together. And Liz is like, I can't forgive you for what happened to PJ. And slams the door. Look, Rini's we face. may have murder pranked your brother into death. Why are you mad? <laughs> Be our friend. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here's another Tom line thing where I wrote this down because it's after Christmas, it's December 29th because there's a freaking letter here and they're still eating Christmas cookies. So whatever. <laughs> I think her mom just baked them like I just baked Christmas cookies. Well, look, everything Christmas <laughs> is over on the 26th. Yeah. I'm sorry. Stop watching movies. Don't listen to the music. Mm. Take down your decorations. Our it's tree over. is still up. I'm going to knock it down on my way out. <laughs> I take it all down like on the second because I'm just kind of lazy until. Lazy's one thing. People who are still celebrating. I'm lazy until January 2nd. I I had a Phoebe Bridgers Christmas song on a playlist yesterday, and I ran to the back to <laughs> skip it. Get that out of here. Yeah. No, we're not listening to your version of Silent Night, Phoebe. It's no. over. Sorry. It's over. <laughs> See you next year. So, um, uh, Rini has mail, and guess what? It's from Liz. Ooh. What's and Liz want? Liz she doesn't says, like her. hey. We're not friends. I'm going to have a New Year's Eve party. She says, I'm going to have a New Year's Eve party. I know PJ is gone and that this has been a hard year for all of us, but let's put this year behind us and celebrate and hope that next year is a better year for everyone. Please come. I'm inviting all my closest friends to my house around nine. 
I like the optimism, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I like any time people are like, this was a shit year. Maybe next year will be better. Mm-hmm. As I'm we like all every know, year. it every won't year. be. It yeah. won't be. It's going to get worse. But I but I, 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 love Liz for reaching out and thinking, I hate you, you're trash. But maybe it'll be better than the year where my brother died in the Fear Woods and maybe he's in the Fear Lake. We don't know. Yeah. So um, they go to the party. It's party time. And uh, <laughs> uh, literally, Artie says, party time. <laughs> Sean says, come on, it's New Year's Eve. Let's yeah. party. So it's the it's the murder prank gang. It's like Sean and Artie and Greta and Ty, probably. And who's one I'm missing? Rini? Rini. Yeah. Rini. So, yeah. Yes. The, the whole murder crew. Except for the Mark wasn't part of their crew, really, though. No. Yeah. But anyway, so they're at the house and there's like no other cars there. <laughs> first sign that this is gonna be a bad party <laughs> and they're kind of weirded out by that yeah there's no sounds coming from the house this, there's no light there's no like gaiety like no fun seems to be happening this was very reminiscent to me in halloween night 2 it's the same thing right <laughs> are you pointing out that mm-hmm. rl stein is not a very creative thinker no that everyone has shown up to a parentsless mm-hmm. sad party where it's a house on well, I guess on Halloween night there wasn't a house. On, it wasn't Fear Street, but it's a house on Fear Street. Right. No one's ever been inside the house. Right. No one's ever seen her parents. Never. Much like in Halloween night too. Right. And there's no sign of life in the house. What? What? How's the house decorated though? It's a party. It's for all days. in black. When they get inside, they're in what? a furnitureless <laughs> room, and everything is black. Are there coffins? No. No coffins, but they do say, "Hey, what gives?" <laughs> no coffins. And I think she says, like, this isn't a party. This is a funeral. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, let's stop being polite and stop getting a real. (laughs) Or stop getting real. Yeah. So um, Liz is putting up their coats. Actually, I think Liz doesn't say that. I think a friend does describing the decor. Liz herself does not say it's a funeral. One of them does. So Liz is putting up the coats. And when she's gone, the gang find a shady side high yearbook on the table next to the punch. But the yearbook is dated 1965. That's weird. That is really weird. Is that her parents' yearbook? Maybe. <laughs> Must be, right? Okay. That would make sense. No, it's not. It's Liz's yearbook. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Because she's very young. Uh huh. Well, she tells them that the reason she gave this party is because uh, I decided it would be easier to kill them all at once instead of um, continuing one by one. What? 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 I thought we were friends. What's going on? Liz. Also, wait, you missed the yearbook quote. Oh, wait, sorry. (laughs) Hold on. Let me find the yearbook quote. Where is it? It's on 169. Oh, okay. Where is it? You can read it if you have it written down. We'll be friends until oceans need diapers to keep it dry. I don't understand that quote. What? So someone wrote that in in her yearbook. And they were were like, Liz! Oh, yeah, we'll be friends with the ocean cypress to keep its bottom dry. Not too corny. Uh, but they, they've been like this, not too corny. Yeah. Someone's like doing a jerk off motion yeah, while exactly, reading totally. it. Uh, Artie's like bitching about the modest cheerleaders' uniforms. Right, yeah. He's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, can't even see their thighs. And Liz gets mad because she catches them reading the yearbook. Um, and then there's a knock on the door, and they answer it, and it's Ty. It's, just, it's Ty. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Our friend Ty's here. Yeah. So they haven't seen Ty in a while. Um, Since she's been making out with uh, <laughs> this horrible woman, Liz. So anyway, she Liz has a toast and she says it's a toast to our departed friends. We miss them all very much. 
that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, let's think of PJ. Yeah. Let's think of uh, Mark. Let's think of hot ass Sandy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's when she says, um, the reason I gave this party is because I wanted to kill you all at once instead of one by one. So everyone's and everyone like, starts scratching their head like, what does that mean? Wait, is this another murder prank? They're like, oh, classic. Oh, you mean <laughs> pranks, right? Oh, ha, 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 ha. Everyone's like, do you mean that you killed Mark and Sandy? And Liz is like, yeah, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I killed them and I enjoyed it. I loved hearing the crack as I broke their necks. I loved staring into their terrified faces. Christ. Yeesh. Yikes. And they're just looking at each other like, huh, yeah. her her pranks are a little weird, different than ours. Yeah. We just fall out of lockers and closets <laughs> and interesting prank uh, shower approach. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So Liz- wait, did you you kill people your, for your prank? Oh, this is a good prank. <laughs> I respect, respect the game. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you Liz, got us. Liz tries to stab Rini, and Sean intervenes. And God, this is just so dumb. I'm trying to remember everything else. They're just fighting for like a long time. Right. There's a lot of like physical aggression. Mm-hmm. And I think she actually does kind of hurt Sean, not like fatally at all. Probably twists his arm behind his back or something. And then um, I guess he just steps into the room. Yeah, no, says, there's no buildup. Yeah, PJ just walks into the room and he's like, don't hurt them, Liz. Don't hurt Sean. And they're, everyone's like, PJ? Yeah, PJ. But you're dead. PJ? Yeah, so um, Liz pulls the knife away from Sean's neck. She has him like that. And um, PJ's like, I'm glad you listened to me. And he's very soothing. And then he's like, I'm glad you waited, Liz. I would be so disappointed if you started without me. I want to watch them die, too. I want. And then me and Jessica both, wherever we were when they were reading this, dropped the book in our <laughs> Because we were chilled too much to keep reading. Like, I was super chilled. Wait. <laughs> PJ still alive? No. Yeah. And he is bad? They're what is bad. going on? And everyone's like, but where are your friends, guys? And PJ's like, yeah, we're, we're really good friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you took my body behind a, uh, <laughs> a furnace. <laughs> so everyone's still trying to... Um, Liz is still trying to kill people. And Sean is still trying to She's running to with her, her knife and, like, stabbing at people. And Rini gets a hold of the knife, and she plunges it into Liz's heart. The knife plunges deep into her chest. And... What? Wait, what happens? She So, she's dead, right? She's dead, right? There's no blood. Was she a good, 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 good... Don't make me say it. Uh, Okay, so now, flashback. Bruce Willis uh, (laughs) walking into the house, talking to Haley Joel Osment for the first time. Bruce Willis trying to open the door, but someone else has opened the door. How did he get in the house? Just a long series in our heads of everything that's happened before. Who was kissing Ty? Ty was making out with himself with his hands behind his back. (laughs) Sorry. Um... All this as is, you tore my dress. She's really <laughs> pissed about that. That's the annoying thing about these ghosts is they can actually mm-hmm. functionally like yeah. do things. And uh, Sean's like, "Why? What's going out?" And Liz's like, "Um, I'm already dead, you idiot." And Liz, uh, she tells him that she and PJ are already dead, and they were died before they were dead before these punks were born. And she strides over to her yearbook. They're not punks. <laughs> Turds. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Absolute turds. Okay. And she picks up the yearbook. Rini is picking up the yearbook and she opens directly to an in memoriam 
and it's to Elizabeth Fleischer and her brother Philip Jeremy Fleischer. So here's the twist that we didn't know. Brother, sister. Brother, sister. Yeah. Their relationship made me think they were either ex-boyfriend, girlfriend, maybe? Best friends, maybe? The the way that it was so strangely written. The way that I initially was reading the 65 stuff is because she was watching him at the party when Mm -hmm. she was making out with Todd. Guy she has a crush on? Yes. Yeah. I completely thought of it as, ooh. Because he was like, you keep looking at him. Mm-hmm. That's how I read the read the 65 stuff. So I guess good on R.L. Stein for a distractor, but bad on him for everything else. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Stein. So, so they look at the pictures and they're like, oh, it's Liz and PJ. And they look exactly the same. And this photo was taken over 30 years ago. Ah. And PJ's like, do you know why we died? And Liz says, we died because some cruel kids played a mean joke on my brother. And now it's 30 years later. 30 years that we could have enjoyed, that we could have been alive in. 30 years later, and you guys did the same thing. Now, wait. Here's, can I say this? Can I Liz say seemed to be living it up with uh, makeup parties in the gym. Can I say something, though? They did not die because of the prank. They died because of Jeremy's reaction to the prank. But that's he what, was driving like a maniac. And that's ultimately what's going to be revealed in the... Well, not really, actually. No, my my thing is you can't blame other... Well, I guess you kind of can. But his reaction was horrible. He got into a car on icy roads after drinking all that Coke. All that Coke. Oh, Coke he up. was driving like a maniac. He had a defroster that didn't work. He couldn't see. But he's blaming these other kids for this dumb prank, and that's why they're dead. No, you're dead because you got in your car and you drove on icy roads with a defroster that didn't work while you were going 90 miles per hour and drove into a drove off a freaking cliff. He is responsible for his death. She's not responsible for her death. Yeah, because she was actually she trying to stop him. She should be mad at him. They she should, should be, be. They should be mad they, at the she dumb should bullies. be ghosts like. Ghost strangling his ghost neck with her ghost hands. I just, I understand that they think there's a correlation there, but to me, there's kind of not because he didn't have to react that way or drive that way or be so irresponsible. I understand the urge he had to get out of there and Uh to drive angry. Drive angry. Uh, Drive angry. (laughs) Is that Nicolas Cage? It was. Okay. I never saw it. Second Nick Cage reference in the night. Uh, I, but it is not their fault. those kids were bad kids. They were bad kids. These are but bad kids. But this isn't Slam Book where they drove someone to suicide. Right. This is not, it's not a one-to-one correlation. Mm-hmm. And he is more responsible for killing his sister. His sister. And, and they're the not thing- innocent because as we learn. Let's see. They were trapped and they've been waiting a long time. And their ghost spirits grew stronger. Kind of like Voldemort, I'm guessing. Right? Just- like <laughs> they slowly get stronger souls. as yeah, the yeah. years go. Are they liches? And they get back in their old bodies and people can start hearing and seeing them again. And that's when they realized that they were given a second chance for revenge. So they chose these people? Like, it makes no sense. Well, they're doing death pranks. They didn't choose them at first. They were just going to school and these chil- these kids chose them. Yeah, it was because of the cruel trick on PJ. Which I honestly don't blame them. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd kill some of these kids too. Yeah, so... But Mark, did Mark have anything to do with that? That's not a fair Mark, tale. Mark and Artie planned it. Because, remember, oh, right, PJ right, right. Yeah, wrecked yeah. into Mark's yeah, car yeah. while Artie was driving. Also, Artie was driving like a maniac, which we also... It doesn't matter. All these kids... This is why men have high insurance rates. 
Slow your butts down, boys. I drove slow as shit. Did you when you were a young punk? Yeah, because I, I don't believe oh, you. Oh, no, I've already outed mm, myself one. on this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> only when my Run friends, the tape back. Only when my coked up friends are encouraging me to sin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Ty, I've never been in an accident. Ty, show, Ty is there at the, at the house. And um, he jumps in between her trying to stab Rini. And Liz is like, stay out of this, Ty. And Ty says, you got the story wrong, Beth. And Liz is like, what are you talking about? And he said, you haven't figured out why you were brought back to life. And Ty said, you weren't brought back to life from the dead to have your revenge. I was. Wait. Wait, what? What? This is, again, I dropped the book. <laughs> My mind was just, like, exploding. Like, what is even happening? I've moved beyond super chiller to just super confused. Wait, Ty, what? Your revenge for what? Liz is really pissed. And that's when Ty tells her that he also died on that snowy night on New Year's Eve in 1965. She's like, wait, bro, were you bullied too? Yeah, we were too. Mm -hmm. Let's let's make out Mm -hmm. again. Um, He said, I didn't know why I'd been brought back to life, um, back to Shadyside either. Until I met you and your brother, then I knew. I knew you were Beth and Jeremy, the ones who ran me down in the snow on New Year's Eve and left me to die. I was just a dipshit standing in, in the middle of <laughs> a pure highway, highway <laughs> just like with my arms wide open, and me died. <laughs> I'm innocent. No, you're dumb as shit, man. <laughs> Turns and out PJ's I wasn't like, a dog. We should have stopped. I told you we should have stopped. And Liz was like, no, we hit an animal. We didn't hit a human. Like, PJ, Liz is still telling herself PJ is a victim like a million times in this book, but also <laughs> an idiot. Yeah. Um, he said, you know, that's not true. His face was against the windshield because he says, I'm sure you remember my face against the windshield. I stared in at you, at you both, before you left, raced away and left me to die. So Ty grabs her. Liz and Ty and PJ are whirling around fighting. It's about to strike midnight. They're whirling faster and faster. I believe it is described as a, I'm trying to find the exact wording, um, a ghostly whirlwind. I'm picturing a cartoon when people are fighting I, and it's like a dust, dust up. Dust and and like, like, you just see like arms and like random yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm legs tor- coming out. I, I'm just picturing a tornado made of ghosts. Maybe. Uh, that's what that's saying to okay. me. Yeah. So... There's this ghostly whirlwind, and then the final bong at midnight <laughs> strikes, and uh, the room falls silent, and the ghostly whirlwind fades into smoke, and everything fades away. Does this end with a classic Stein uh, goof? Mm, I mean, kind of. Um, it ends with well, Sean. <laughs> okay, I'll read the quote. It's Blake, awesome. be ready to punch up on this. Okay. I I've already got great, <laughs> I've already great I've got a great line if if there are any owls involved in this book hmm. are there any spooky owls no because I would end it with owls well that ends well I'm an owl now hoot, hoot. <laughs> 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 sorry I was pin fifteen rules okay um it ends with it's also sad so sad and frightening. What more is there to say? For a long moment, no one answered. Then Sean put his arm around her and pulled her close. How about Happy New Year? He said softly. The end. That's it. I don't get it. 
the ghost disappeared when the clock struck 12 and they were all killing each other and they're ghostly whirling dervish. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense at all. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing. Also, I'm mad because they have wasted taxpayer money on cops searching for PJ, on dragging the lake. I mean, I was I mean, I the- support wasting cops time. But, <laughs> but my money? I but, don't know. But yeah, dragging the lake, like they brought in outside homicide investigators, probably. Probably. Plus all the other kids that died, they had to investigate that crap. And these are unsolved crimes. These are going to be uh, cold cases. Well, now these kids are going to be like, they were ghosts. There were, yeah. Uh, these are going to be on the board uh, for years as red. <laughs> red. Uh, I feel like someone in the uh, uh, the Fear PD is just going to, they got a lot of red on there and someone like a- just wipes it at the beginning of the new year. Like, new year, new us. They just pin it on that uh that that killer in uh, Texas who confessed to like five hundred murders. Just or something. anytime someone yeah. randomly confesses to crimes in prison, they're like, oh, oh, look at how many murders that's we're it. clearing. That's Case it. Closed. We're clearing them all. We're so good at our jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all should feel safe tonight. Oh, Zodiac probably did this, but uh, <laughs> wait, but he was in. Uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It was yeah. Zodiac. He yeah, drove yeah, really yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, so. So, yeah, I know we've gone for, like, three hours. Yeah. Good God, that book was long. Blake, edit, like, the you hell out of this. You could have read this whole book in that time. So I should have just sat here and read it out loud to everyone. Yeah. But then you wouldn't have had all our good goofs. But, Blake, rate rate the book for us. Yeah, since you heard the whole thing, why don't you rate it? I give it a zero. All right. He's giving us a zero. Uh, <laughs> so, sure. I... Did you like this book at all? Nah. I didn't. I really was excited about a New Year's book. Mm-hmm. Especially when I started reading it, I thought it was going to be all set and this is this is what a, a young adult writer would consider avant-garde probably like setting it all at a new year's party and i i like that idea so much no i know i yeah. like i as we know i like hang books mm-hmm. where it's just people like hanging around it's like a fun ghost hang. At, at the moment you know even if there were ghosts at the party yeah i like I, hang movies i like people just yes. hanging out talking yeah just having a good G- time give me that walking and talking right, kicking and screaming movie any day if i know Walking and talking, <laughs> is that not a movie? I think it is, but I was thinking of the... It's a Sorkin convention as well. I was thinking of just the the random college kids just hanging out. Yeah, and no. dorms Je- are in their houses Jessica off campus. Jessica loves that movie, Kicking and Screaming. She loves Will Ferrell. She loves it. kids soccer. She loves these the are all ultimate. Things, <laughs> these are all things I love. Yeah. The best yeah. hang movie is My Dinner with Andre, I think. No, it's, it's such great. a good it's, hang. It's, it's, That's a great hang. Yeah. I, I don't know if you're being sarcastic. And I'm fully... I'm, I haven't seen it full fully sarcastic are you really i haven't seen it i don't know what i'm talking about it's amazing it's a it is it's a hang it well is it a hang i wouldn't put it in the genre of hang movie but it is it's just a dinner with wallace sean can he he can hang hey i want to ask a question because i fell asleep on this movie in film class not that movie but is it the seventh seal it's rosebud seventh seal by bergman yeah. Isn't that just death in like a night, like playing chess or something boring? It's a great movie. Whatever, I fell asleep. Isn't that, is not that a hang movie though? Hmm. I'd put that in the same category with Dinner with Andre because there's other stuff going on in that movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I fell asleep. My, my Dinner with Andre is a little bit, it's more. Death can it, hang. It probably inspired a lot of Linklater stuff. Like I Love Days and Confused. Love those kids hang hanging out. Uh, I love. Oh, uh, what was the baseball movie? Uh, everybody wants some. Yeah, everyone wants some. Yeah, we went and saw that. That movie rocks. I think I saw it with you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was there, jerks. Oh, God. I said I went and saw it with you. I meant the uh, community. Hey. Uh, okay, so, so what do we? Th- how many hooks do you give it. this book? I think I gave it two. 
I was trying to look up and see what I gave it. I you gave it, it too. too, but you also wrote my favorite review. That's what I was trying to look up. If you up. want to read it. <laughs> uh, before I read this, can uh-huh. we talk about if we have any New Year's resolutions? Oh, it's... is that what we're going to do? I have new decade resolutions. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. One is to finish my thesis. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to be doing that. <laughs> I wasted like so many thousands of dollars if I don't. So, Can I lie to women and tell them I have my master's though? Sure. Yeah, why not? I mean, I basically do. I took the classes. I took all the classes. I just got to do the research part, which no one wants to do. I took the comps even. See, I didn't take the comps. That's what I'm afraid of. They weren't bad. No, I honestly could have done it at the time, but no. Um, So, decade resolutions? uh, Well, one was a thesis. One was to be able to fit into the locker with Josh. Okay. So we're going to share that locker. We're getting one locker? <laughs> Mine is to be able to fit into my bat mitzvah dress again. Oh, yeah. That's a good goal. <laughs> Boy, shut up. <laughs> so my husband will tell me I'm gorgeous while I look like a pink cupcake. Well, one thing I want to say about my New Year's resolution uh-huh. is I am currently 24 books behind on my Goodreads. <laughs> Did I send you this the other day? I think you, I think you said did. time or to I read some that, Berenstain yeah. Bears. You yeah, yeah, read yeah. A lot of like, books. Oof, I mean, really. oof. He also claims, okay, so on Instagram, I posted my top 10 books of the year. And by the way, I want to add that I have not yet read The Catch and Kill and She Said, and We're, I haven't read Ben Lerner's Topeka School. There are like a million books I haven't read yet. You're talking about books from this year. Yes, and those are just books that I've read. There are still like a million books I want to read this year that are piled up out there but you know what i dedicate a lot of time to this podcast and i haven't gotten to read yeah them. now i only do trash and frankly i love it <laughs> <laughs> oh okay here's my review of this book two okay. hub, two hubs mm-hmm. personally if i lived in this town i would simply not go for a walk late at night on fear street or take a dip in fear lake or head off into fear woods all real locations in this town but that's just me <laughs> uh. Yeah, I think I gave it two stars, too, and I just said, Typical Stein, Murder Pranks, was basically my review. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, 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 It's It's a very... Uh, Does he ever stop with that shit? I mean... I can't remember. People are wise to his tropes. You know what we should do for fun is read one of his adult books and see how Ugh. much it compares to a, one of his, like, children's books. How many does he have? I don't know, but the very first one I remember that came out was called Superstitious, and I remember I wanted it really bad. It was, like, mid-90s or something. And I don't think I bought it because I think it's it wasn't like a three ninety nine Fear Street. It was like the adult price, so my allowance it's, wouldn't cover it. It's a weird transition to go from young adult or chapter book to adult versus the people are more into. I've talked about this before. If Stephen King wrote a YA book, mm-hmm. it would sell a bajillion copies. Well, like Gaiman successfully transferred from adult to YA, but I think to go Gaiman's f- working. I feel like he's working on a completely different thing where he can do anything. And I'm not even saying that as a game That's of true. fan. I mean, he does comics. Because he can do he, comics. Mm-hmm. He can do, like, Children's chapter picture books. books. He can do young adult. Mm-hmm. He can do uh, sci-fi. He can do... Uh, I don't really like his stuff, but I respect him. Adult fantasy. Yeah, no, he, he he's good. Yeah. Like, it's just not the kind of stuff I generally enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but if, I feel like when John... And Patterson also, you know, switched from... Yeah, no, yeah. He, well, he got a new ghostwriter to write his children's books. I so think you know. he... I honestly think he, he's he been writing his children's books How and has not gone near an adult book except the one he wrote with Bill Clinton, <laughs> which is trash, and I loved it. Did you read it? Of course I did. That's impressive. Yeah. Was that this year or was it last year? I think it was 2018. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, good job, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, it is hard. Like, okay. D- J.K. Rowling was successful, correct? Was she successful? As she, a I thought writer? that the casual vacancy. Oh, no, 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 no. People like her adults. Like, she went from I thought you meant, like, in, in life, has she been successful? Yeah, like, and she also yeah, did, yeah. Like, I think she's okay. Nah, nah. Well, and she also did, I think they're detective novels. I've never no, read. I, I read. I read The Cuckoo's Calling, which is good. Yeah. But I, I only care so much about, like, thrillers. I want to read the hottest one of the year every year. Like I read Woman in the Window. Yeah, or, read... or I read The Girl on the Train. Yeah, I read that. I read, I read Final Girl. Girl, which was not good. Have we talked about him on this podcast? I don't like that person. I think that he's... he's faking being a woman. Yes. As is AJ Finn, who wrote uh, The Woman in the Window, Woman in the Window which yeah. is going to be a big movie this year. Ladies, don't fall for it. They're trying to take our genre. No, this is not a joke. If, if there's a thriller, especially one that's big, mm-hmm. written... And they do not put an author picture. It's a man using a pseudonym to be a woman. A name uh, that sounds slightly I thought Riley female-ish. Sager was a woman. Mm-hmm. I thought A.J. Flynn was a woman. Mm-hmm. They're both men using the tropes of uh, Gillian Flynn, mm-hmm. using the tropes of Agatha Christie, using mm-hmm. whoever, whatever they can do. Mm-hmm. And I actually didn't like either of those books, so I don't feel bad. I like, thought Final Girl was horrible. So I thought it was, eh. And Woman in the Window, I think the movie's going to be much better. But not didn't much. read it because I knew it was a man. I saw the trailer and I, I didn't know. I thought it was a woman. Not gonna read it. Not falling for it. It's <laughs> <laughs> very proud of herself dancing into the mic. Uh, no, it's it. It's a weird thing though. Like no one has a problem with men writing no, thrillers. But like, don't try but to don't, play that you're a female writer to attract the female the audience, right, right? Who because are the main readers? Because it. Here's why it's weird. Women will read male writers Mm -hmm. men sometimes have a harder problem reading women for some reason Mm -hmm. especially in certain genres but Mm -hmm. i've never had a woman be like i'm not gonna buy this thriller by a man Mm -hmm. where the i'm not reading the stephen king book right it it makes no sense to me i don't know why they're doing it i'm sure someone convinced them along the way also aj finn Look up the, I don't know if it's Slate or Salon or who did it, but he's a full-on psycho. Isn't he a turd? No, he's he's a weird, like, he's not, like, bad in, like, evil ways. Mm-hmm. He's bad in, like, a huckster way. Oh, it's, okay. It's very, it was a very bizarre, it, I don't know, it might be New York Magazine. I don't know what the article was, but anyway. Send me a link and I'll put it in our show notes. Okay. <laughs> Let's take him down. He, Horse girls, we're going to get him. In, in, his, in the thing, he's like... You'll see me at the Oscars next year for this. The movie's not going to win Oscars, man. It's just a thriller. Anyway, the trailer looked okay, though. Amy Adams is great. Anyway. Okay, after that tangent. Um, so, okay. So my favorite book of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, new books are we talking about? Well, I just wanted to say that I asked Josh to send me his favorite books of the year. <laughs> and he said, I didn't read anything. So if he's not included, I'm sorry. Well, I read, according to this, like 84 books this year, something like that. Like my goal was 120. And my brother's goal was like 500 and he did it, but he had a baby this year and he's reading baby books. So. Board books don't count. John, board books don't count. <laughs> the, did you read anything that was newly released this yes, year that oh, you liked? I, I did. But, okay. but the one that, uh, if I got it more in the store, I'd recommend it more, is Daisy, Daisy Jones and the Six, which mm-hmm. was in your top 10, mm-hmm. which was probably my favorite new book of the year. Compulsively readable. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I really... I, I loved it. I don't know. I liked it. It's a fun read, and it's an it's a fake oral history. So if you like reading oral histories, I love oral histories. I do too. So uh, it's funny. 
Mm-hmm. It's sad. Skip the lyrics in the back. <laughs> Did not read them. Did not want to. Don't read them. I never. We talked about this before, mm-hmm. but I've never trusted uh, fiction writers to write lyrics. Mm-hmm. Also, lyrics are bad generally on their own outside <laughs> That's of true. the context of music. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, cheesy, stupid. Yeah. I mean, certain songwriters are amazing, but if I actually read, like, I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys, I'm like, this song makes no <laughs> sense. This is the worst song Baby, I've ever. Baby, bye, 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 in sync. <laughs> you actually are. Give them the Pulitzer. Like, <laughs> like Kendrick Lamar got. Uh, did he get a Pulitzer? Yeah, you're right. For, and but, so did Bob Dylan, right? Good. Or was that a Nobel Peace Prize? He got he got the Nobel for literature. Kendrick okay. got the uh Did he get a Pulitzer? Yeah, not for literature, but he got a Pulitzer. Well, yeah. Which I honestly feel like hip hop is more lyrically interesting than oh, a lot totally. of like yeah. like pop. I mean there are Dylan's a good writer. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Do you know who is the first rapper? What was his did it start with a B? Billy Shakespeare. Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets, LFO. They're back on tour, even though Rich is dead. <laughs> Jesus, it was Rich hey, wait, the main wait, wait, one? wait, wait. Is he a hologram? Oh, that's a good question. That would be I saw so this, dope. I saw this online the other day. Is Rich, was Rich the main one, though? Yes, he's the hot one. How did he die? Now it's di- he had cancer. Oh, at like that's 32. Horrible. No, I know. So we've been going about four to- and a half hours. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring down the podcast. Okay. And I've checked out. No, I saw it when Blake Blake's been scrolling on his phone for like Boy, the been, past half an hour. Look, he is going to hate us when he's editing this tomorrow because I, I have to have him rush post it because it has to be out oh, no. before the new I will year. say, normally uh-huh. we do two at once. Uh-huh. We were only doing one. And, <laughs> and I think me know. and Jessica were like, Still that means we can stretch it out. <laughs> I will be so angry editing this. So I'm just going to say sorry, horse girls. <laughs> or you're welcome, horse girls. Yeah, yeah. Depends on how you feel. But uh, I hope everyone has a uh, safe and happy new year. If you're drinking, get an Uber. Not that expensive. Uh, get Lyft. I think. Are we booking? Oh, yeah. Uber? We're booking. Get a Lyft. I, I forgot. Like, get a don't Lyft. Uber Eats. Don't Uber. Don't Uber Eats either. Use Postmates. Thank what? you. I can't keep track of what we like and what we don't. Rate, review, and subscribe this podcast. Mm-hmm. And tell a friend about this podcast. We Do need that you. Too. Yeah. Tell an enemy. We I don't need care. Your, yeah, tell Follow it. us on Instagram at AreYouTherePod. If you want to meet Josh, come to his bookstore and buy a book. You have to buy a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he'll talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the rules. <laughs> Unless you're already bookstore. a regular and we know you. Uh, you can see my cat. Uh, my, my good cat. My mm-hmm. other bad cats are at home. Listen he's to, a good cat. Listen to my podcast. It's called Shelf Life. It's not about books. Misleading title. Right. Yeah. He stole the name that we could it's have about easily used. toy collecting. Mm-hmm. I like it, and I don't like toys. Josh has been on it a lot. Shelf then, Life, the collector's podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good, but I don't know that you'll like it. <laughs> if you don't like it. Give it a try. The last yeah, episode was out. really cute. Oh no! Check yeah. out the last one. There were kids on the last episode. For the love it. the Toymas episode was really good. My, yeah. One of my favorites. If you like Baby Yoda, you're gonna love this podcast. <laughs> Literally true. Really, we need really to get those sweet. kids on our podcast. I'm gonna have them read the first Goosebumps book. I think. Really? You can't yeah. have kids on yours. That's my thing. Blake, we want to do numbers. I know. We got. I'll do anything that gets us numbers. <laughs> anyway, we don't want people to. Yeah. Turn it off before. Well, I just want to tell all the horse girls, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Have a great uh, Well, uh, you'll hear us next decade. Woo! Get it? Taking Woo! taking my yeah. headphones off, throwing them on the ground, <laughs> storming out. See you next decade. Not, not going to do the... 
I can do them really quick. Okay. My <sighs> my bottom four New Year's Eves. And oh, are this, you going to list your New Year's Eves, the worst ones? The worst ones. Okay. Uh, and this is why you should not feel bad if you don't get a midnight kiss. Okay. Uh, uh, one of them was a guy that everyone was called Worm. I was at like a, a party in an art place. He took the wine I was drinking out of, drank it, and vomited into it. Gross. Oh, God. Worm. That was bad. Uh, there was one where my girlfriend was mad that I was talking to someone that she didn't like. Mm-hmm. And then at midnight, she made out with another guy. Ooh, but the worst one was when I was 19 in high school and or 19, 18 in high school, senior year. Uh, our friends went to a cooler party that we couldn't go to. And so we had to go to a party at one of my friend's coworkers house. And the guy brought out a giant box. This is like in 1999 of pornography with porn printed from the internet. <laughs> Like, yes. just print out photos of king, naked women. King, king. No, it was terrible. Anyway, those are the worst three New Year's. Mm-hmm. Just sleeping on your couch is better than any of them mm-hmm. and not a bad option. No, no pressure for New Year's. Mm-hmm. New no Year's pressure. sucks. Well, I, I do want to say that every year I try to eat at Nona's for dinner before New Year's. Jessica Stalkers. That's a You know one. where to hang out with binoculars across the street. <laughs> Listen, this year. Last year, I did not eat at Nona's. This year has been 80% shitty. Bad year. Lesson learned, eat at Nona's. So, I'm going to Nona's this year. You can join me. You're going to be there, pointing to my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Our friend Adam can come. We're going to eat some black-eyed peas. No, we're not. We're going to eat some freaking bread and noodles and drink wine. That's just my New Year's tradition, and I did it with my old BFF whenever she lived here, and she moved, and... Whenever I abandon it, it's a bad year. It's a bad year. So we need a good year the in 2020. Years. We need a good year. Yeah. I want to hit podcast and I want to tour the world. We we need we need a good year. Yeah. We need Goals. Uh, our president to be reelected. So we need to be. Jaw. Wait, what? Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Just kidding. Just kidding. That's just kidding. Jessica is looking it, at me in anger. Josh has been hauled <laughs> off to saying. jail. So it's the end of the podcast now. Jessica has to end it. All right. Well. Happy New Year, horse girls. That's why Babu Frick is the voice of our generation. Did we pick a section to read? That's why Babu Uh, Frick is the voice of our generation. Still don't understand who he is. You said he's in a pig man. He's he's not an is he an ugnot? He's he's not an ugnot. He's a six inch high droid smith. Yes, that's right, a droid smith. He's tiny and he can work on the droids' tiny uh, circuitry and all that shit. Mm -hmm. He's perfect, and he says, "Hey, hey." Okay, that's his catchphrase. His catchphrase is. Hey, I'm Babu Frick. <laughs> Did they give him a catchphrase so they could make a pole string doll? Uh, there, ha- I know there is Babu Frick merchandise. There has to be a talking doll. Please, God, let there be one. Is he the standout from this this movie? Josh, do you have any- a lot of people would say he is. Yeah. <laughs>